What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Thursday Night Crimson Capsules or Thursday Night Roski, the second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. Appreciate y'all for being here. I had a little... <clears throat> I had a little bit of internet trouble earlier in today's stream. Let's hope, let's hope it doesn't happen today. I had some technicians come by. They reset everything. That's why I'm starting a little bit late. Also got an appointment tomorrow. They're trying to mess up my morning live stream with an appointment time. But um, we're gonna, this is a test. This is the test to see if the issue has been resolved. And uh, if it hasn't been resolved, we're going to have to figure something else out. Anyway, man, appreciate y'all for being here. We back in here. We're not going to let them stop. We're never going to let them stop us. Uh, what is going on with the world today, man? Everybody says that, even old people. Old people used to say that, and young people was like, what's going on with the world? It's fantastic. Uh, you hear the news about Kyrie. He got suspended. Oh, my goodness. Just, uh oh, man, you can't keep up with this foolishness out here. Somebody said it was Trollo. It might be. It might be. But uh, what do we got going on today? Today, we're talking about Dwayne Wade's ex-wife now saying that Dwayne Wade himself is using his son who wants to transition into a young lady. He's using his son for money. Today, we're talking about custody battles, crazy custody battles that many of you guys haven't heard of. And one of the positions that I have here is uh, being a guy that can talk frankly about these situations because I have been in am currently always if you're a co-parent you're always in a custody battle uh, many times men walk on eggshells all throughout the child's uh, the childhood of your kid's childhood and uh, all to not disrupt your custody issues or the disrupt the the flow of the custody you got to basically be like all right I don't want to mess it up um, just so things don't end up back in court and uh, court is always going to be used against you as a means to referee your parentage. All right. If the if, if the if the two people are married, woman, a wife can't take a husband to court because they disagree on something. You're just going to have to figure out how to agree to disagree. Or many times um, uh, the father will kowtow and bend to the mother if she uses enough emotional terrorism. Sometimes the father stands his ground and it ain't shit they can do. But of course, when there's a divorce, every little thing gets thrown back into the to the courthouse or mediation and it costs people tens and thousands of dollars and you're going to hear some uh, stories and of course um my point of view is always to share other people's stories not just use my story okay i have stories but my story has forced me to look into other things and other people's stories and go wow a lot of people deal with this um i'm not a proponent of co-parentage i'm not a proponent of the family court system i'm not a proponent of women getting majority custody I'm a proponent of men fighting for their children as long as they can and as long as much as they can afford. Uh, and if they don't intend to uh, continue to afford these battles, the father should be able to just walk off and say, hey, she chose to keep battling and um, I don't want to pay anymore. OK, um, this is basically a, a classic case of extortion, which children are used as the pawn to try to get whatever parent wants to get whatever out of it. Like many times we assume that women are using the children as pawns to get either child support or to punish the father for not being in the relationship anymore. Uh, men are seen to have tried to use the children as a pawn to get less child support. And there's no meeting in the middle. There's no meeting of the minds. Now here's the deal. Uh, the divorce rate and the marital rate are plummeting as a result 
of people growing up in two, three, four generations of divorce. If people want to keep blaming uh, once once gender or the other gender for the reason why people aren't getting married and you're trying to blame current people like myself for bringing these issues forward, uh, bring them into the front of menhood. You're you're you don't you don't understand how it works. Many kids are part of being in broken homes. Many kids are part of being in split fam families. Many kids have seen their mothers and fathers just fighting, duking it out. And they grow up like this and they see their grandmother and grandfather doing it later in life. The boomers. They're like, why would I do it? They're like, what the hell? <laughs> right. And so we we fail to understand why um, we fail to believe that young people are ignorant. They're not ignorant. They see exactly what you fools are doing out here. And uh, you think you're hiding it from from them and you're not. All right. They can see clearly right through it. They've seen two and three generations of people divorcing each other, the kingdom come, and that's why they don't want to get married. Okay. That's the, you guys are the example. And many um, child psychologists and therapists and attorneys, they will say, you guys have to, when you go through a divorce, which divorce is obviously mostly going to be ugly, when you go through a divorce, you need to consider your children because your children are going to um, then get their ideas of healthy relationships from your, your relationship. So people keep forgetting divorce rate is over 50 something, maybe 60 percent. If you if you believe some of the real statistics, it's close to 70 percent. Um, and then when you think about the unhappy marriages that are now eventually going to end up in divorce, you add those on. When you think about that, you're blaming me for telling men not to get married when you guys are providing the worst example of a healthy relationship and your kids are not going to mimic CGA. They're going to mimic what they see in their household and then their extended family. So if they see uncles getting divorced and aunts getting divorced and their sister getting divorced when they're, if they see their parents getting divorced and their grandparents, which a lot of kids do, and you want to come over and blame me, no, blame your damn self. All right. Don't come over here and blame me. Anyway, let's see what, what's going on here. Where are we at? Uh, <laughs> it's your fault. All right. People don't want to have their own fault. They want to blame Jermaine. All right, to, to, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app, Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. That is pinned to the top. There's no super chat on the uh, on the free agent lifestyle channel and the notorious CGA channel. There is super chat, so head over there. All right, let's get over to the earlier contributors to today's show. What do we got over here? Rational Rationality says in Fort Worth, Texas this week, uh, Coach told the truth about DF. W and then the Metro large Mastodons. Wow. Everywhere. But the Cougar scene is big and took one down. CGA foe live. Some uh Oh, okay. Uh, somebody said, um, uh, but, but yeah, the Cougar scene is always interesting. I, one thing about Cougars, I didn't, I didn't wrestle down quite a few Cougars and I'm quite over them. I'm into my younger girl years, you know. I'll take one down and, and if I'm bored, but uh in terms of cougars, it's it's um they're good. Many of them are very juicy, it's very sexually. It's the aftermath that I don't like. It's the aftermath that I don't like, in particularly dealing with them. Uh when my beer goggles have, you know, when I take my beer goggles off and I look at all the ravaged stomach and the excess cottage cheese and the you know, the stuff cougars can hide some uh deficiencies cougars can hide down some deficiencies with clothes they're very adept at putting on bras and sweaters and 
and and all of that stuff. And then when you do the, the thing about and listen, I've had my share of Newport Beach Cougars too. I would say somewhat overrated, somewhat overrated. But uh, yeah, man, when they take when they t- start taking clothes off, you be like, yeah, whoo. You know, they didn't have three folk kids, cougar claws all over their stomach, ravaged up. You know, you just be looking like, mm, you know, just be an extra. And you can't trust a cougar. You know what I mean? They're they're the, some of the most manipulative people out there. Uh, so you guys got to watch out. Don't fall in love with a cougar. Don't fall in love with a cougar. Yeah, wine breath. They're wine. They, they drink so much wine, it smells like garlic. You know what I mean? And they want to shove their tongue right down your throat. You like, chill, chill. They'll jump, dude. They they are very hypersexual. Cougars are very hypersexual. But uh, the aftermath, when you, when you, you know, you pass out, you roar, and then you wake up next to them, that wine breath hits you. You're like, oh, <laughs> they are something else, man. I've had my, I've had my share of them. I'm, I'm quite done with them. Like I said, I'll, I'll take one down, you know, if I feel like a little bit like, ah, let me get, you know, let me just get one off. I'll, I'll jump on Tinder. I'll jump on Tinder like this here. And be like, let me see what's out there. You know, let me, there's a couple of Cougars and some mills and some, yeah, I'll take one down, you know, but it's not my aim anymore. Not at this, not at this age. Yeah. I'll be sitting up there looking at them. I turn around and be like, oh, the humanity. Ugh. Man, is that really what you look like under them clothes? Oh, the humanity. Yeah, all oh, the humanity. All right, anyway, we're not talking about Cougars today. Shout out to, uh, oh, man, I should, there was more to share on that one. Here we resilient. My divorce settlement hearing is on the 29th. I'm trying to keep it below $150,000. Any advice would be appreciated. I have 50-50 custody and paying child support. Um, you're trying to keep it under 150,000. Oh my goodness. I mean, I don't know what the advice to give you. I don't know what you guys are splitting up there. Is that, I don't know what the $150 is included, man. All right. Shout out to Brown 310. Appreciate you. All right. Blue black, blue bag. says, you're going to talk about the, uh, Joshua Primo fumble the bag by showing his Johnson to old three Oh fours. I think I talked about it already, but now we do have a video and a photo of the woman that he was revealing his Johnson to. And once again, it proves me right. I don't care how much money a brothers has. I don't care what he says. I don't care what he does. Ninjas will always go after a Paul. I'm just letting you know. Women, um, ninjas will always be trying to wrestle down a Paul. I understand brothers. <laughs> I get it. Easy target, right? easy one but y'all for some reason you know it's we 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 like us the bigger the bigger and the wider she is got to have it the bigger and the wider it is got to have it (laughs) you know what i mean you be like it's white and so fluffy and big take them down so josh primo's 19 years old he trying to he trying to show his johnson all in front of allegedly all in front of this pog. I mean, listen, we got to admit it. I'm I'm tired of brothers like, not me, man. Speak for yourself. Every time I see, it's always a regular looking pog. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we got to figure that out. You know, uh, what we, the first thing we need to do is kind of like what the, 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 it's kind of like what the, the small hats need to do. We need to admit who we are. Our insecurity is going out of control. You know, the small hats don't want to admit who they are yet. 
everybody that allegedly speaks out against them, they get torn up. You'd be like, well, you're kind of proving their point when they say Kanye West, Kyrie Irving come to a ring a bell. They're telling you, well, you know, these people kind of got control. And as soon as they say something, then they start getting deleted left and right. Every time they say something, be like, like, you know, there's an insecurity level there that potentially you guys might want to own up to. It's pretty obvious at this point. Okay. Same thing with you brothers. Yeah. Y'all be like, no, I get the top, top level snow bunnies. Brothers. Let's stop lying to each other. We can be good with this. Let's just admit, most of the women you get from other races are trash. Yes, I said it. Yes, I said it. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. I got to celebrate on that. Yes, I said it. Yes. I'm just... <laughs> we, not, we don't play games over here. You know, ladies, you can appreciate this. I... You know, I, I, I give it to you hard and raw, ladies. But brothers, we got to stop. Most of the women y'all be out there are leftovers. This dude's a millionaire at 19, and he running around here trying to wrestle down a 45-year-old pog that's a um a psychologist. It's, it's Y'all not getting the top of the top from the other. You might every now and then, every now and then. Even brothers be like, man, I'll be in Vegas and Miami getting the top white girls. No, I can guarantee you you're not. Nope. See somebody look, speak for yourself. Bruh. We don't we're not we're not gonna do this. We're not gonna do this today. We're not gonna do this today. We're we're not gonna do we're not gonna act like you're getting the top Beckys from the suburban communities. Listen, unless you light skinned and you looking like Drake. Look at some of the women Drake takes down. Look, look, let me just let me just say look, look at some of the women Drake takes down. They're 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 not the best looking women either. They're not always the best white girls either. All right, give a stop. We're not going to do this today. We ain't going to lie. We're not doing this, bro. All right, I'm tired of you, brothers. I, I see you. Look, man, it ain't like I look. I, I, Y'all treat me like I'm a 22-year-old content creator. Okay, I've been around. I've been around. Y'all brothers don't, you don't have a lot of discretion when it comes to choosing women. First of all, the black women you pick, most of them trash too. So let me just... It, it it's <laughs> I cannot stand when brothers be trying to lie. I get it. Every now and then you get you some seven look in Southern California, and being that I'm out of Southern California again, I realize how good I was doing in the dating marketplace. Because I look at some of the best, the sevens and the eights here in Nevada. I'm like, oh my God, these guys they would be threes and fours in Southern California. So I was doing pretty good. Thought I was doing bad. But man, we can see you. They act like, look, brothers act like we can't see you out there. Hold on for a second. See, this show just turned into a two-hour show. I was only going to be here for an hour. But now I'm going to have to call you guys out. Hold on for a second. Let me see here. Br regular brothers coming over here talking about, man, not me. I'll be getting the top, top snow bunnies from Newport Beach. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Let me see here. Uh, I'm going to call y'all ass out. Hold on for a second. And the, the few brothers that happen to be in an economic class war, yes, you grew up in the suburbs and you was light-skinned enough or you had enough experience in that neighborhood and you grew That's different. We're talking about the right. We, that's not what we're talking about. Okay, those guys that grew up with these people since elementary school, yes. 
That's a different brother. That's not the bro. Wait a minute. What is going on here? That's not the brothers we talking about. That's not the ones we speaking of. And the ones you the ones you get, y'all ain't running no game on them. I'm letting you know this. Hold on for a second. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hold on for a second. Y'all, y'all bust, y'all acting up on locals today, man. I just pulled up locals. Y'all acting the fool over here. Somebody said, not me, coach. <laughs> The classic, not me, man. That's them other brothers, man. I'll be getting the top bunnies. Okay, put your location. I'm going to tell you right now. Put put your location. I'm going to tell you what you wrestling now for Shiggity. Yeah, Locals is out of control, man. If y'all not on Locals.com, I don't know what to tell you. It's CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. Y'all be acting up over there. There was a picture that I was going to pull up really quickly. I see I've been sidetracked. So that fast I got sidetracked. Uh, but we're going to show y'all. Oh, there it is right here. This is the picture I want to show y'all. Uh, let's let's share the screen. Let's share the screen. This is like 90% of y'all. I don't want to hear it right there. There you go right here. We caught your ass in Walmart. We see, dude, it's not like we don't see y'all. It's not like y'all walking in the and y'all invisible. We can see that. Da -dum, da -dum, da -dum, da -dum. We can see you, man. Everybody can see what y'all doing out here. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, look, and this brother right now in my comment section, not me, coach, not me. And then I'll be like, okay, let me see your girl. And then. Now, look, everybody's got a preference. I, I'm not dissing your preference. I'm just saying we need to have, just like y'all want everybody to be up front. You want the white people to be honest about their white privilege you want the jews to be honest about them running stuff you want black men let's be you want you want accountability on sister side where the sisters be accountable for ruining the the homes of many black people um we need brothers to come in right now and be accountable let's just be accountable this woman looking like she walking around with her flesh she all pink and you know what i mean like we need to let's just be and let's just be real. You know what I mean? A few of y'all, maybe not, you know, but it is what it is. All right. Shout out. We doing an intervention today. We need to be honest. If we're going to lead, we need to be honest. All right. Shout out to um, a Sean Fresh. Just paying tuition. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Shout out to JC says just disgusting coach. He says you had that cougar's tongue all the way down your throat. Boy, when I was a personal trainer, I was cleaning up uh, the cougar category. I mean, it was just, it's layups. But I uh, had this one fit uh, girl, woman going through a divorcee. She was very, very much soccer mom, Newport Beach. She could not wait to jump. She was very fit, very in good shape. But she had these breast implants that was like hard as a rock. I was so, dis but everybody's like, you took her down? I was the I was the lucky dude in the gym that got that. You know, every now and then you're the lucky guy that got the girl that broke up. And I was that guy all right, with that woman. She was putting her wine lace tongue down my throat. I was like. But uh, typically those women are going through their I like black men phase publicly. You know, they can do it now. They're like 45 years old, 50. They're like, eh, I'll try me a black guy. I've always liked them. What do white husbands think? What do white husbands think, right? <laughs> hey, white husbands. Hey, um, what do you guys think? Like, you married your white woman. Y'all had the white life, sub suburbs, private school. 
you divorce, you you do, she divorces you, and then she jumping on every black man's Johnson. Like you got to be like. So when we were married, <laughs> that got to piss them the hell off. They'd be like, "Wait a minute, you was listening to a little bit of rap. You was listening to all that Dr. Dre and Snoop. You were going to the All Smoked Out tour. You were having your black personal trainer. Now it all adds up." They got to be like, it all adds up now. You know, they, they got to, their whole marriage got to be called into question. It was like you had that one dude, black kid you wanted to adopt. You hired the black personal trainer. You sent your kids to get coaching by the black coach. Like, they got to be like. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The smoke, the weed. Yeah, yeah. You got to be like, yo. Anyway. <laughs> somebody said what he say he says uh i had her at her best though that's for sure hey black man said i had her at her best that's what they that's what they really want to say trust me i've been through these conversations before with white dudes they was like you think you're doing something out here i'll be at the junior college i had her when she was at her best you got her at her worst brothers don't care brothers don't care <laughs> somebody says yeah you kept watching martin you kept watching all them black sitcoms. I kept walking in and you watching BET. What is this? <laughs> all right, man. We just having fun over here. Who's offended? Yeah, brothers be like, I got it. As long as she white. She can have pink skin as far as they concern. Anything. They like anything but black. We got to talk about this. Chris Rock talked about it, too, with that Rachel Ray. He talked about it, too. He's like, the bigger or whiter she is. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh, shout out to Henry Resilient. He says, my pension investment accounts, equity in the house and 401k. That's what's on the line. She listed my car, firearms and furniture. She's despicable. Uh, this one, this man's going through a six figure divorce right now. Henry, he's got a channel too. Okay. <laughs> uh, and and uh, he's going through a six figure divorce. This is how crazy divorce is. And he's, they're going to call him all kind of bitter and hurt. And if you know him, I watch his channel. He doesn't seem like he got a lot of bigger and fire behind his content. He doesn't seem like he's that angry. I would be irate. I would be disgusted if somebody was going after my firearm collection. She don't shoot guns. That's terrible, man. It's terrible. So he's about to lose 150000 plus alimony child support. All right, shout out to Derek says, CGA, you got to stop saying the divorce rate is crazy. He says it's not anymore by any measure percentage rate. In raw overall numbers, it's all been decreasing. Are you new here? Hold up. Wait a minute. Who are you? Hafiz, is that you? Is that Hafiz? <laughs> I'm starting to believe. Wait a minute. Who are you? That's Hafiz. That definitely is a fit. Where did I tell you earlier today? I said content creators come with their hidden accounts all the time. <laughs> right? They come with their hidden accounts under regular names, and they come in here sabotaging, subversion from within. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait a minute. Who are you? All right, we'll take your $5. But what you just said does not make sense. Because as a result of that all decreasing, you know what else is decreasing, sir? The marital rate. You didn't mention that. Mm. Huffies. 
All right. CJ says, when you doing another prime and decline coach, I got to do one of those soon. I want to do a whole episode of prime and decline, but that's going to take some effort, a lot of effort and research. And then we got to deal with KT King's list, you know, all right. KT King be bugging. He'd be like, coach, man, what you think about this one? I'd be like, bruh. I'd be like, she looked like he man, he man. <laughs> I was like, I'm supposed to do prime and decline on her. She, her prime and her decline look great. <laughs> uh, KT King, no more submissions, bro. We got it, man. You like fit chicks. You like chicks on steroids and wrestlers. All right. We can't do that no more. No more muscular broads. I can't do only, only once a year with the muscular chicks. All right. Anyway, God dang it. I'm way behind now because I just disrupted the show, but I'm going to get to the other contributions. Appreciate y'all for this. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Let's get back serious about these custody issues. Uh, custody issues are big time, man. Uh, here it is right here. Issues that can cause men to lose custody of their children. Uh, you know, most marriages that end in divorce, they're usually with children. Of, of course, Derek or Hafiz is going to tell us differently despite the fact that I'm showing an article now. <laughs> All right. Uh, custody battles still exist. And uh, the best interest of the child is the legal um, is the legal precedent that is going to be the judge is going to decide on. Not the best interest of the mother, not the best interest of the father. However, if you can put on a good case, you can actually persuade the judge uh, who has been hearing these cases every day that, uh, hey, this is in the best interest of the child. And we'll give you several examples. Uh, this is from Dad's Law, um, a, a lawyer firm that wants to encourage Dad's Law and help men, allegedly. And they're saying these things can contribute as uh, ways that you can lose a custody battle, lose custody of your children. And it says right here, conversations as evidence. So recorded conversations, don't have a recorded conversation with your ex. Don't say, you know, hey, can you get us on the phone and we'll talk to you and you can talk to the kids. Don't do it. Uh, that's a trap. Uh, she potentially might be trying to tap your wires and all of that stuff and get you to say something, record it, edit it and all of that stuff. Uh, calling them in anger, leaving voicemails, texting. Don't do any of those things. Everything should be discussed on a parenting, parent wizard, talking parents um, and, uh, if, if you need to email, but email is not the best way either, because email and text messages can be frauded, right? You can clip certain pieces of the information out, or you can even distort it. So you be careful with those. I do everything on the talking parent, talking wizard. Once a person takes it off of there, you know that they're up to no good alienation of affection. This is a way to lose custody of a child, which means you're parental alienating them, right? Um, you're causing them to look at the other parent negatively which women do quite often but when men do it you're you're certainly going to be called out on it yelling at your wife or children this is the classic verbal abuse trope that is used against men um we can't do any disciplining any form of disciplining will be seen as abuse if the custody battle is heated enough uh have a physical confrontation with the wife or children Yes. Um, yeah. You don't want to get with that. The best thing to do is walk away. I know people want to hold mask in a frame and try to get real everybody in. If you're in a custody or a divorce pending or separated, no, no physical confrontations, obviously no assault, no battery. Um, even if you're mad at her and you want to throw pennies at her and pay her in child support and pennies and dump them right in front of her, 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 her door uh, or any of that stuff. Don't just avoid it. Spit on her. That's going to be assault. So a lot of people want to do these things. You want to yell at her, but 
that's how you're going to, if you have children and even if the custody battle was, there's, it's been settled already. It's an easy way for her to go in and, and take it. Um, move in with a significant other. That's an easy one for when women, when men do it. If you move her in, a move in with a woman or move a woman in and the kids will see this person, she can make that complicated for you. Criticize the mother to friends, family, caseworkers, guardian at litem. Those are attorneys for children or representatives in the court for children. And um, if you criticize the mother, even if the mother is can be clearly as you can clearly see it. Many times kids can't see it. Even your own mother can't see what you're seeing. So uh, constantly bringing it up um, is not going to do you any good because when they go back with the mother, they're going to be like, daddy said, and it's going to be a problem, right? So try not to do that. And then we encourage women to try not to do the same, but we know they don't play by the same rules of life as men. There was one more thing that I wanted to talk about on that one, but it slips my mind. Fail to pay child support? Eh, that's not supposed to be used against you in any custody. That's not supposed to be used against you. So I don't know why that's there, but I guess he's saying if you're failing to pay some some jurisdictions, yeah, some some hang them high judges could use that against you. Uh, but in many municipalities, that's not even supposed to be considered. Even if you're late on child support, they can't just be like, okay, you don't get to see your kid. Uh, but but if you're not dealing with the courts, a mother is going to say, hey, you haven't been paying child support. You don't get to see your kids. If you're dealing with that, take her to court. Uh, damaging property belonging to mom or her family, that's easy. Denying phone contact with the mom when the children are with you, that one's going to be more difficult. The, the kids over seven years old, they probably got a phone or an iPod or an iPad. And um, um, just so you know, it's almost impossible. You're, you, they'll accuse you of doing this. I've actually had that one accused against me. I'm like, they got their own cell phones. Like, how am I preventing them? A, a lot of times, if you if you're disciplining your kids and saying you can't go to sleep with your cell phone, right? You can't go to bed with your cell phone. And so at nine o'clock, they get milk and cookies. You put them in the bed, but the cell phones go in the kitchen. You have a place in the kitchen, so that your kids aren't all, all up all, uh, at night scrolling in there in the uh, you know, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, your ex will accuse you of taking the phone uh, contact away from them. So watch out for that one. They'll be like, well, I usually get in touch with my kid at 9, 30, 10 o'clock. And that's what, that's when your ex, if she's, if she's a bitter ex, uh, she will contact your kids when she knows you're probably not around. And so she knows that the kid's in bed. And so then, then they'll still spark up conversations with your kid. If you take the phone away from the kid, she doesn't know you're using it as a means of discipline because at her house, there are no rules. The kid could be up and they're in the sixth grade and they're scrolling the phone until 2.30 in the morning. Uh, at your house, you don't do that. You're like, nope, get some sleep. You're not going to be up. Well, she's going to say you're cutting off contact. Trust me, I've heard and seen some bullshit, okay? Okay, and the reason why she says this is because she's doing it. And most of the time she's doing uh, This is called projection So she's concerned about it Because that's what she's doing Right she's always got the kids busy Put your phone down Don't put your phone to the dinner table uh, Don't bring your don't, 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 Do your homework No phone She's doing that shit all day And then at night She's going to somehow let the phone You know if you have young kids She won't tell the kids to plug up their device Just in case your dad calls She'll let the battery run dead 
she'll let the battery run dead and she'll even let the she'll even hide the damn lose the damn ipod or the communication device and your kids i don't know where it is dad i remember once i bought my kids ipods uh that when they were young so they could communicate with me at um when they were at their mother's house and they found out she put them on the top of the refrigerator it took months for them to figure it out but of course you can't walk in the house you can't walk in the house and go find it because it's not your house, even if you're paying the lease or the, the mortgage. But uh, eventually, my one of my kids found the devices. And they were like, oh, they were up here at the top of the refrigerator. <laughs> and they had been up there for months. Because I would always ask them, where's your iPod? I'll be texting you. What happened? Oh, I don't know. Oh, the battery. I can't find it. They were up on the top of the fridge. So shit like that happens. And they play those games. But it, if you took them to court and asked for a custody change on that, Nothing would happen. If you did it, she'd be having documentation. She'd have a note from a psychologist. She'd have a guardian at Linum. She'd have $40,000 spent with attorneys because you did that shit. Okay. Just take notes. <laughs> take kids outside of the area without mother no, no uh, warning in advance. Well, bro, mother's got to chill, bro. Mother's got to chill. You literally go from one county to the next. This this woman will have you back in court. You go to Los Angeles to Las Vegas, which is essentially the same state. Las Vegas is 30 minutes, 35, 40 minutes from the border of it's the same. It's not out of it's not out of the state. Las Vegas is essentially not out of the state because you could go. You could go from Los Angeles north and drive four hours. You still be in California. <laughs> Right. You could go from Los Angeles and drive four hours north. You'd be barely past Fresno. You'd be barely to San Jose. You're still in California. But if you go east for some reason, she dragging you in court. <laughs> I need notice. What? Crazy, dude. I tell you, man, you think I'd be you think I'm making this stuff up? Wait till you hear these stories. Uh, remote. Uh, sorry. Remove children from school or daycare without notice. To the mom, many times the mom is the one putting him in daycare as a means to keep custody away from you. So you would prefer the kids stay with you. Uh, if you just happen to go up there and stand up for your parental rights, she will turn the daycare teachers against you. Don't let the father come in and pick him up. Don't let the father do this. He doesn't have custody on these days. They'll, they'll, they'll train the uh, daycare people to attack you coming in the door. And you're like, damn, I'm just picking up my kid. And they're looking at you all crazy and sideways. And you don't even know these people. You're like, all you do is pick them up. You don't put them in there. You don't, you don't do nothing. And they will turn them against you. By the way, it is not their job. It is not. Somebody said the stream still glitching. Are you, are you, um, are you trolling? Uh, the the uh, daycare system is, is trash garbage compactor for children. All right, this is where the future thugs and criminals show up. All right, so daycare center is no good for kids. All right, these people these people are barely qualified to uh, peel bananas back, all right, and cut graham crackers up. So first of all, number one. Number two, number two, it is not the daycare center's job to take the custody agreement and try to police it. There's a term that I'm talking about, but... It is not their job to stop or um, not police. It is not their job to police a custody agreement. P 
public schools know this, they don't get involved. They're like, call the police outside of campus. I don't care. Okay. But public schools, they're not supposed to be the arbiter. Enforce. Thank you, piano man. They're not supposed to enforce a custody agreement. No, the school secretary isn't. The principal isn't. The vice principal isn't. Teachers aren't. Coaches aren't. They're like, y'all supposed to figure that shit out on your own, and they will think you both are petty when you bring it to them. But daycare centers tend to try to enforce custody orders. Nope, you can't take your kid, and they call the police. They're not supposed to do any of that. Now, they might say they have to because they're looking out for the kid. What they do should do is call the mom. And most of the time, the dad is a known person. He's not a threat. So if a woman's doing this, they're, they're using other people, which we call simp enforcers, the SIP enforces to try to direct and enforce um, this type of uh, action against you. And they're not legally obligated to do that. They don't have any power to do so. And so this is just your uh, ex or your baby mama doing what we call throwing rocks and hiding hands. Okay. They throw, this is the emotional stuff that they do to you and they are not even in the vicinity. And so they get people to, they, they get the teachers and the principal and the coaches and the daycare people and they poison them. You show up and then they're all ready to attack. So just know that they're not supposed to enforce you. They're not supposed to stop you. They should be like, hey, that person's the legal parent. You know, If they know you're the legal parent, you don't have to produce a document saying I'm a legal parent. They're not supposed to enforce it. But but going back to it, if you do it, you potentially you're going to be taken to court. Okay, so you're going to be taken to court. So uh, let me see here. Shout out to um, the brothers that have contributed to the show already. She'll try to at least. But all it's going to do is just cause a problem that shouldn't be there. She shouldn't be doing anything like that. If you're available to pick up your kids, it actually should save her money. But it's she's using these people as a means to transfer custody without the parent, the other parent involved. So she'll get, oh, the kids are in daycare. You can't have them. Well, you don't have them. I should be able to have them. Nope, they're in daycare. I want them to be on daycare on these days. Well, it's her custody day. She can do that. Like on your custody day, she can't set up a babysitter on your days. So <laughs> she, that's her babysitter. It's crazy, though. He said clown stuff. Boy, I tell you, people use all kind of stuff. Uh, shout out to where we at here. And most people don't know this until they go through it. All right. Todd C says a new shuffling video. Okay. I'm going to have to check that out on the back end. All right. Double A says you bring truth to power. Thank you, coach. Thank you, man. We tell you guys to enlighten you. All right. We don't tell you to, to um be this, you know, mean to people. What do we got here? Uh, Mr. Chalmers said, I thought you had a game tonight against the Eagles. Well, I'm actually showing you proof that me, uh, I, you can be two places at once. XL Pro Services is in the building. Yeah, shout out to you. Appreciate you. People in the comment section saying they'll call an Amber Alert on you. Yep, Amber Alert is used for despicable, bitter moms. All right, bitter moms use Amber Alert. All right, when they're desperate, when they feel like they have no nothing else left, you'll get an Amber Alert. I don't know if that's nationwide, but it certainly is in California or on the West Coast. And what will happen is father's late to bring the kid back. She's pissed. She feels like she has no other recourse. She will call an Amber Alert on the dad. And she'll have the make and model of the car, the license plate, the color. 
like Amber Alert is supposed to alert people to a stranger abducting a child. How does a person have all the information? Yep, the person looked like this, this tall, this color, this clothes on. This is the color of the car. This is what direction it's headed. Most of the time, if a kid's abducted, you don't know any of those details. But for some reason, all the details are known. <laughs> They're going this way to this house to this. Bro. <laughs> Shout out to my friends over chart. No, oh, sorry. Uh, Macaroni Tony's got a lot to say. He says, I don't know how these fake woke entertainers don't learn from the likes of Sammy Davis Jr. His eye wasn't naturally like that and many others before them. You can't try to convert or covert or overtly illuminate people when you're a company man. He says the established powers won't allow it. They won't even allow it. He says a simple um, uh, as majority rules we learned in kindergarten. Uh, this whole woke for social freedom gets you nowhere. So until ninjas get something that mirrors the power scene organizations or other hidden organizations and infrastructure, then this will continue to happen. Yeah, we're talking about the likes of Kyrie and so forth. And he says, you're so right about daycare and pre-K or whatever else they call it. I don't want to get into too much, but it's one of those places that exposed me to segs as early as three and four traumatizing stuff. Yeah, I, I think the daycare people who use daycare. Your kids are going to be failures. I mean, highly likely your kids are going to be garbage. <laughs> I'm against daycare. I mean, look, look, they're better to be around a parent. And if it's not a parent, either, either like a grandparent, okay, sending them to after school care and daycare, you set your kids up for failure. <laughs> People are going to disagree with me on that one, but you said your kid, you sending them to hoodlums, straight uh, people who behave like monkeys. They're going nowhere, bro. Daycare is trash. After school daycare, garbage. So, like, for instance, if you send your kid, if your kid goes to, like, they're, they're, they're start going, like, six, they're in sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, right? So, after school, if you send them to the YMCA or the Boys and Girls Club until 6 o'clock, until you show up, bruh. You just set your kids up for failure. Your kids are going to be garbage. I mean, the percentage, the hyper, the, the likelihood that your kids are going to turn out to be good after you do that for 200 days a year, 180, bruh. Trash. Trash. Your kids are going to be goofy. <laughs> They're going to develop all kinds of behavioral issues, not able to socialize. They're, they're have you seen, have you seen these places that you send your kids? Like go into them, they're modified prisons. I bet you if you go into any of these after school daycares and took a snapshot of the picture of the boys and girls club, and then you took a snapshot of what a prison looks like, you will not be able to tell the difference. How they schedule your kids for a little bit of recess time. Bro, your kid's been away from you from 7 o'clock a.m. till 6 o'clock p.m. It's a group home. <laughs> what Dude, if you took a snapshot of a group home, a snapshot of a um of a uh, juvenile detention center and the YWCA, <laughs> toddler juvie, <laughs> toddler juvie, you won't be able to tell the difference. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. And... Do you know what it takes to be hired at a facility like that? Nothing. 
<laughs> Nothing. You don't need to be exceptional to get hired at a facility like this. And these are where you are sending your kids off shuffling. I guarantee you, you can't name three people's name in that facility that you send them to on 180 days a year. I bet you you don't know five of their real name, first and last name. I bet. I bet. How much you want to bet you don't know if you're a parent? Oh, it's not that bad. He said it's hell in a cell. I bet you you can't name three people, first and last name, that work in that facility. And there's probably 15 to 20 people that work in there. You can't do it. And that tells you that tells you what you're sending your kids to. And I bet you these people are on a rotating schedule of being hired and fired. They make $7 an hour at best. <laughs> it's a hell in a cell. <laughs> you send it up to the hell in a cell. Yep, there's some, bruh, oh my God. Do yourself a favor. If you're a parent doing this, go ahead and just ab uh, abdicate your parentage. You're failing. You're failing your kids. You're failing your kids. I mean, you're not even trying to parent. You're doing the bare minimum as a parent. Bare minimum. Bare minimum, period. And I don't care if you're offended. I don't care if you're offended. This, this, this is garbage parenting. But look, you do you. <laughs> <laughs> you do you. They sent them to the hell in the cell. Uh, anyway, boy. People, people are gonna be pissed off at me, dude. I tell you, man, you're if you call yourself a parent, you got to look at yourself and realize where where did you get your instructions to parent? The state. You're in there with future felons, future graffiti artists, future people who draw penises on people's faces, future emos, future mental health patients, people that are in special ed all day, then they're at your daycare, after school daycare. Mm. Did you even investigate what kind of kids go into the daycare after school? Did you actually do an inventory? These are the people that got off the short bus. These are the people that was in the classes all the way in the basement. That's the that's where your kids are with <laughs> the bots and the normies, the kids wearing them big ass, um, big ass combat boots and their hair spiked up and like a rooster and painted. <laughs> Not only that, you sent them to public school all day. I can't even stop. Dude, where do we stop? Look at yourself, parents. Look at yourself in the mirror. And then people will send their kids there instead of with their parents, the other uh, father. Ah, uh, you can't go with the father. Go to this juvenile detention center where future criminals, drugs, and hoodlums, and 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 hordes, future three hundred fours, and uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, future drag. Yeah, bro. Yeah, they be bringing in drag queen hour. Oh, stop! Look, how many people logged off? People logging off right now. They can't handle it. Shout out to Yak Diesel on your last live stream. Somebody compared you to Tom Likas. He says, while it's rolling impact of the red pill space is undeniable, I wouldn't want to be compared to a jealous hater who literally celebrated Kevin Samuel's death. Check out the tweet Tom made when Kevin died. You have thoughts on Tom? Uh, yeah, you know, I think he, again, we know when men get a little bit older, they get cantankerous. We see this with other people in this space as well. Sometimes it's, you got to know when to get off. You got to know when to go quiet and, and, and leave a good legacy. Uh, coaches do this all the time. They coach until they're 73. No business coaching 21-year-old basketball players. Sit your ass down. 
Go back and relive the days when you went to the NCAA tournament 20 years prior. You ain't been to the tournament since then. And Tom Likens should have rolled his shit out all the way out. He built a great legacy. He gave us, gave us great content. But now his ass can't even barely talk on the microphone. And he put he he, he a raging liberal now. He should have just left it alone. Uh, but he was trying to basically say Kevin stole his content. And um, that's always been an accusation against Kevin. And I don't think Kevin was ever want to say that he's made up all his talking points. He just brought him to a, a popular, uh, he's brought him to a popular air uh, time. And yes, Tom Likas has gave us a lot of great material that we still use today. So Tom could have went about it a better way as to celebrate his death along with the other jackals out there. So we're all helping each other grow with this information. Not everybody's going to go back and listen to Tom like this. It is what it is. But people are going to listen to me and people are going to stop listening to me. All right. At some particular point and go listen to somebody else. It is what it is. Let me do this. Uh, I'm going to talk about this. I'll come back to PayPal first next. All right. Jeffrey Younger court uh, custody battle. Let's talk about how parents use the courts and parents use kids as pawns in this legal game we call custody. Okay. Damn. What did I just do? Oh, here it is right here. Jeffrey, Jeff Younger. I always call him Jeffrey. I don't think he wants to be called by Jeffrey. But Jeff Younger is a, we're going to talk about weird custody cases. We'll get to Dwayne Wade here in a minute. This is a custody case that kind of is on the level of the Dwayne Wade case. And uh, this says James Younger. I always thought his name was Jeff. All right, but anyway, we'll call him James. He could be Jeff or James. I get it wrong all the time. Uh, but here it is right here. Maybe they got it wrong. Uh, this guy is gotten a divorce. He married a feminist. He married a psychologist or, or something like that. We'll get into the article. We're not going to go too far into it because I talked about it before. I met him in person um, the last couple of years at the 21 convention, and he speaks there when I'm there. And what's happening is I'll just give you the overview and I'll read a little bit. His uh, They go through a divorce, and uh, there's his son right there. There's his son. We normally don't talk about kids, but this is a nationwide, worldwide case. His son, while he's with the father custody time, is a boy. But then when the son goes to the mother's house, she dresses him up like a girl. And she says the son is going to identify as a girl and wants to start initiating puberty blockers. Um, and um, it's interfering, basically, with the kid being who he wants to be. Now, according to Mr. Younger, when the son is with him, he wants to do son stuff and boy stuff. And then when he's going over to the mom's house, she's somewhat forcing him to do girl stuff or maybe he wants to be a girl. I have no idea. But Mr. Younger said he spilled over a million dollars on this case. This is an example of something that we talked about earlier, and I want you to get it straight. I don't encourage men to spend this type of money when your kid is older. If they're 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and they want to do this, you'd be like, all right, just wash your hands. But in this case, this is a young boy. Um, let me read it here. The judge, Mary Brown, has granted full custody of eight-year-old James Younger. Okay, so it is Jeff. The, the kid's name is James. To the mother, Anna or Ann Georgulis, over the protest of the father, Jeff Younger. This is the latest order in the high-profile custody case. We're talking about crazy custody battles. Uh, you want to have kids. Um, in this world, I think this trans issue is going to be another pawn, another chink in the armor I'm sorry, in the armor of men getting custody. It's another thing to use to use against you. Like mental health is one. Uh, being verbally abusive is two. 
um, being a deadbeat or uh, something like that. It's three child support for the kids scared to go to daddy five. Like there's there's these all these things that are used against you. This trans issue is going to be the newest one. For years, Georgulis, or we'll call her Anne, has insisted that James identifies as a girl named Luna. Mr. Younger, Jeff, uh, disagrees, and the two have spent much of James's young life in court. And it says right here, Brown, the judge of the 3301st Judicial District Court of Dallas County, awarded Anne exclusive control over James's primary residence, counseling, mediation, education, and extracurricular activities. So she gave them all the custody. Guys, when they when they give them exclusive rights to choose counseling, mediation, and all of that stuff, extracurricular activities, you can bet that they're in education, they're going to be first in the ear of the educators, the counselors, the mediator, the therapists, and the coaches. They're going to sabotage you before you even go into the room. They're going to pull all of the mediators and the counselors to the side, have private meetings and all of that shit without you being there. They're never going to be like, hey, let's talk to the counselor together. Let's share our story. They're going to go in there and try to pull their asses off to the side. All right. Every single time. If your ex is doing that, wash your hands. Take your take your hands, go into the bathroom, put soap on it and wash your hands of the entire situation. You're being disadvantaged. You're being disadvantaged and you're not going to recover from it because they are eventually going to side with the woman's story because they're going to be like, he's doing it. It's, it's over. It's over. Trust me, they get into the school's ear before you show up, it's over. They get into the therapist and the counselor ear, it's over. There's nothing you're going to be able to do. So the judge is now giving the woman that, and that's a significant advantage. That, that's an advantage he will not overcome. All right, you're just going to throw money down the gutter. Let me see something here. It says right here, Mr. Younger failed to, to uh, wait. Here it is. This is a child support issue. Miss Younger failed to timely make the payments of child support, medical support, and interest as ordered. So there it is. The child support hurt him and only paid his past due support after the motion for enforcement was filed. Man, this is a fucked up game. So he's having to pay for court. He's having to fight this woman off and he can't afford to pay the child support and his legal case. This is a tactic that they use to basically disenfranchise you. This is why you can't defend yourself when you're in the child support situation because most of your money is going to child support, not to lawyers. All right, so it's a way to disable you from getting your freedom. And then they had an enforcement case, which he basically had a contempt hearing. And um, it looks like they was going to throw his ass in jail. <laughs> oh, man, it's over. But uh, let's see right here. And that went against him. He says the prior orders that Ann must notify Mr. Younger of Dr counseling and mental health appointments if they go to if your kid is dragged into mental health and you don't want them and they go to a therapist take your hands put soap in them wash your hands and bounce it's over you're you're gonna get do you realize they about to drag your ass when they end them therapy sessions <laughs> you're not gonna come out smelling like roses it's over i know people don't want to hear this I know you don't want to hear this, but when the woman uses that means to we need to give into we need to push him in there. That therapist is going to side with whatever the mama saying. It's a kid named Luna. It's over for you. And the therapist is going to be like, they're going to go in their little APA book. They're going to go in their little University of California berserkly book. 
All right. And they're going to read in there. Oh, if the kid says he's a seven year old girl named Luna, you ain't getting no run in those meetings. You're getting you're you're Go take your hands, put soap in it, hot water, wash your hands, skedaddle. All right. It says right here, it says, uh, and does no longer have to um, notify the order that that the mother had to notify the father of doctors, counseling, mental health appointments, extracurricular activities of the children is lifted. The judge lifted the order. The mother can do whatever she wants. And, uh, and, and all because he failed to make child support payments. And he was paying for legal fees in a custody case. In an effort to ensure the emotional well-being and physical safety of the child, the court orders that all of Mr. Younger's possession, also all of Mr. Younger's possession periods shall be continuously supervised by the forensic counseling service which they give the number at Mr. Younger's sole cost and expense. Woo! Sheesh! <laughs> Take your two hands, just Jeff. Jeff, it's over, bro. Hey, listen, I, I know Jeff. I know him personally. I met the brother for the last two years, every time at the 21. And I saw him this year, uh, just a few weeks ago, and he was like, I spent a million dollars on this case. He's like, I spent a million dollars. I was like, you scalding hot water. What else did happens here? And it says right here, the order adds that Anna or the mom is allowed to withhold information from Mr. Younger regarding the children's extracurricular activities, school functions, school enrollment, counseling, and medical care. I would be out of that. I'd be gone. I'd be like, shit. My custody ain't even that bad. <laughs> I'm out. It says Brown or Brown's order makes one caveat in Mr. Younger's favor that the mom has the exclusive right to consent to James's medical procedure. His procedures, except for hormone suppression therapy, puberty blockers or transgender reassignment surgeries. Yeah, where's... <laughs> This is what Hafiz doesn't know. So she has to consult him on medical procedures, except for puberty blockers, hormone suppressors, and transgender, re transgender reassignment surgery. Dude, I will be gone. I would be on an airplane somewhere in another country. I'm done with this case. So anyway, what else do you guys need to know about that? Lord, I mean, let me give you another case. You think that's crazy? You think that's crazy? I'll give you another case. Hafiz is going, this will not happen to all of you. Don't listen to him. He's a nihilist. Let's give you another case before we get in here. The parent, the parental three-way. The parental three-way. This should be interesting. This is a short story involving some white swingers. <laughs> a, 20, a 2017, I'm sorry, in 2017, a judge in New York was faced with a custody case that had no precedent. A married couple were in a consensual three-way relationship with a neighbor woman for years. So they were swinging. Uh, this is one of those cases where the PUA and the dating coaches and the married dating coaches say, you win and shun, you win and you get to bang the neighbor girl. 
All right, the neighbor girls. Okay, so yeah, you win. And remember, I always tell you, not short-term wins. We talk about what happens long-term. Most of the time, you're going to long-term lose. You're not going to do this shit for a long time. So he got him two white women, and he was in heaven. The neighbor woman became pregnant and had a son. Uh-oh. I'm happy. The neighbor woman became pregnant from this open three-way and had a son. And for a while, and for a while, every threesome partner was involved in raising the child. Then, there it is. Then, tell me about this long-term. How's this going to play out long-term? Everything's good in the beginning. Everybody's on one accord. And it said right here, it said um, the key word, for a while, and then, and then, and then the two women decided to axe the man out of the relationship and become exclusive. Again, when you get into a situation when you're getting into poly, poly relationships, don't move the two women in. Have two separate households because they're going to get together at some particular point and poison your ass. So they axed him out and they became exclusive partners together. So obviously she was licking low lover, the woman too. And then divorce proceedings were initiated and everyone but the biological mother sued for custody. So the woman did the woman that had the baby didn't sue for custody. The divorcing woman who is not even the biological woman sued for custody, sued the husband for custody over the child that she didn't even birth. And there's the word sue. It says right here, after hearing testimony from the boy that had that he considered both women as his mothers, the judge decided that all three parties were entitled to equal custody, probably one of the first decisions of its kind. The judge then presumably high-fived herself and said precedent that and went on for her four martini lunch, of course. But they got equal parenting time. How do you equal parenting time three parents? <laughs> but of course, you got a lesbian relationship, so I'm assuming they live together. But here you go. Weird custody battles right out of the right out of the pages of CGA. What I talk about here. When you start having kids, shit's going to get weird. Let me do the PayPal's catch up. Then we'll do D Wade. All right. Shout out to. All right. I can't say government names over here. Over here. Shout out to Jorge. C is in the building, evening coffee, CGA. Thanks for talking about this custody issue. Co-parenting sucks and the issues never end. And the only one that pays for all of this ish are the kids. We'll be scheduling a call soon. Now that the Raiders are done. Yeah, I should have more time on my hands. Yeah, I still got tickets, but I don't know what I'm going to do with them. Shout out to you, man. Look, and that's you. I won't be rushing to the games and I won't probably need to stay the whole game. But, um, yeah, I think uh, custody issues, when men talk about them, obviously there's a lot of pain because we end up most of the time with the short end of the stick, namely because, mainly because we're not petty. This is a petty battle. This is a battle of petty. If you've never been in a custody case, you don't know how petty they get. People start arguing about little, the littlest shit, but it'll be eight petty things. <laughs> I'm loyal to the Raiders. I'll never give up on them. But I ain't gonna be sitting through no beatdowns. All right, but um, and no tanking to get draft picks. But um, it's petty, petty, petty. And she'll go in there with a stack like this of papers. 
and it'll be just full of petty bullshit. And they'll be asking you for it. They'll be like, what about when you did this? You're like, oh, my Lord. Why are we here for this? Do we really need to be? If we were married and still together, we will not be in court for these things. Trust me. Somebody would have to take the L and move on with life. We would not be here for this bullshit. But because we're divorced, I got to be sitting in front of you, taking off work, listening to this shit. It's it's actually irreprehensible, man. But um, this is the reality of it. If you think, uh, and by the way, there are fathers that don't deal with this. And you know how they deal with it? They walk on eggshells the entire parentage. The entire time, and they are just riding the clock out. They're running the ball up the middle trying to get a first down. They're trying not to disrupt the party. They don't get themselves anything nice. They don't travel. They don't They don't try to rock the boat. They just sit there and just be like, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. It's almost like happy wife, happy life. But I can't really fault them for it because they don't want to bring the bullshit. But I'm telling you, you're I, I think you're doing more harm than good, but I get it. I, I wouldn't convince you to blow things up either. But you're really basically tucking your salami between your legs. But that's neither here or there. And people can admit it. Yeah, you cut out for life. You 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 cooking. <laughs> you're you're not you're not helping this situation. You just trying not to get tore up. You're just tucking your salami Johnson between your legs. That's all. <laughs> I know there's some people that there's some supporters I know that do this. And uh, it is what it is. I They just don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to deal with the bullshit. Shout out to Royal Scott coach. He says, I loved your stream today. The whole show was you talking about you love your love about women. Yes, it was. I love women. He said, sabotage can't stop you. Uh, loyal to the casket drops. Hashtag coach gang. Yes, indeed. Appreciate you, brother. The Royal Scott in the building. Is that our boy, uh, the 007 Scottish actor? Shout out to, did they, I got four more on PayPal. We're going to get to him. Shout out to G Hardaway. What's up, coach? He says, I was feeling that 50 Shades of Greg, LOL. He says, been on the dark side. He says, been doing the dark side freaky things to the skeezers too. He says, having their feet sticky and everything. Can't forget uh, they backside too. Yeah, we got to get it all sticky. <laughs> this is a family show though. It's a family show. But yes, 50 Shades of Greg. Where we got here? Uh, Philip J says, stop. Coach, stop dissing us BBW Becky Chasers. We can't help it, man. LOL. I blame the prawn. Again, the, uh, except for the high-end prawn like black, right? Where they have always a nice junior college Kaylee flatback and some older gentleman. Very well. You know what? Pause. You rarely see that when you see when you go down from black and you go to the next level of interracial prawn. It's some fat white woman or a plain one and a brother. And she's not going to be tan with long blonde hair. She's going to be pale and a busted Pillsbury biscuit can. Tell me I'm wrong. And, and why? And why do they do that? Because that's what. Uh, he said the porcelain pair is going to be the porcelain pair. It's not going to be. There's something I could say here. I don't want to say it, though. There's something I can. Let me think about this. Let me think about this. Because I don't want to start no static. I don't want to start no static. He said, say it. You know, I like to say stuff. <sighs> Damn. 
I'm going to struggle with this. I, I, I'm struggling to say this. I'm going to hold my breath. I'm going to hold my breath. I'm going I'm to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to wait on this one. Let me wait. <laughs> he said, let it lose. Uh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. All right. Let me say, let me, let me go on. All right. Hold on for a second. <laughs> I might say, I'm going to do this on the members chat. I'll do it on the members chat only. I'm going to do it on the members chat only. But what I, what we were just talking about, there's proof right now. You can see proof in it right now in the red pill. In the red pill space, you, there's proof of it going on right now. What we just described, and it's not necessarily a pog, but it's describing characteristics. Anyway, let me stop. Mm. On locals, we'll do. I'll tell you on Sunday. <laughs> okay. No, it's not Donovan's wife. It's not Donovan's wife. No, 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 no. All right. Anyway, it's going on in the... Yeah, uh, somebody said it in the chat. In the black manosphere right now. No, it's not Donovan. It's not Donovan. Shout out to Donovan Sharp. Shout out to Donovan. But uh anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in more on that. It's it's happening right now, exactly what we're describing. It's not a it's not a beautiful, uh it's not well, not a beautiful. I'll take that back. It's not a standard tan Kaylee. With bleach blonde hair, it's not that. It's who's getting lifted up. Who's getting lifted up? It, it fits exactly what we're talking about. It get, it's it's right down hook line. Is it's what it is. It's the archetype. And brothers always trying to tell me no, but I'm seeing it happen right now. The porcelain princess will always be the black man's dream. It's always going to be. It's always going to be. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Let's let's. What's the name of that movie where we're talking about it? It's not the Surf Girl. It's not the Surfer Girl. It's never the Surfer Girl. It's never the California. I wish they all could be California girls. It's never that girl. It's uh, yeah, Milk of Magnesia. That's what I was talking about right now. That's what it is. It's always Milk of Magnesia shit. And again, I blame Prawn. The Milk of Magnesia will rule the brothers. 85 times out of 10. Let me see something. And then if she bigger, the bigger the milk, the better. Don't tell me I'm lying. Milk of magnesia. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me see it. And I'm not saying anything against her. What I'm saying is that's another example of what we're talking about. Let me see here. Uh, movie. What, what movie was that? Don't be a menace. I don't know if I can play the clip. I'll try to find it on Twitter. But what we're talking about is exactly that. <laughs> All right, anyway, let me see here. We just, again, I don't got nothing to give, so I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, well, I mean, where, where, where is it at here? Let me see if I can find it on Twitter real quick, just so you know. Magnesia. Uh, yeah, I got a picture, but let me see if I can find the, <laughs> okay. I wish I could find the video of it. I got the pictures. The pictures are funny as hell too. So people don't, oh, here it is. I found it. I found it. I found it. I found it. All right. Let me see Twitter. Twitter don't fail me now. So this is the pro blacks dream. The pro black. We always talk about this is when, when that boy, Dr. Umar, shout out to that man. We're not boy. When Dr. Umar got caught. Who did he get caught with? 
when Dr. Umar got caught and he was trying to shuffle, oh, well, I was just getting some incense and some crystals. Remember that? It was milk of magnesia. Let's go ahead and pull it up. Shout out to Dr. Umar right here. Can you tap that white girl for me? My milk of magnesia. Oh. Oh. After the devil made you, he broke the mold. So maybe you and I could uh make a little jungle feeding. Okay. Yeah. All right. No! <laughs> oh! Now that there is something special. <laughs> oh no. Oh man. Shout out to the blower black black manosphere, everybody. Tell me I'm wrong. Put in there and say, coach, you wrong. This is not true. Mm. Brother, that's what we like. I mean, listen, we gotta start owning up to it. We wish we can get a California girl. We wish they all. Uh -uh. Could be California girls. <laughs> okay. Did I get done with PayPal? Now y'all got me in trouble. Because you know somebody going to clip that. Oh, man, we got a big sign by sign super chat. Hold on for a second. All right, shout out to Philip J. Sent this over there. You sent me to the milk of magnesia. All right, we got somebody that dropped the damn bag. All right, I hope you support me, bro. I'm rich. Yo, yo, I'm going to give you a double. You get a double and a half. I'm rich, All right. Shout out to you. He says, this is from C. Robbins Fly. Shout out to C. Robbins Fly. My post-wall corporate woman ex praying mantis me a month before our daughter turned one years old. He says, you're just as helpful as my therapist in helping me realize that I'm the prize as an engineer doctor. Shout out to you, brother, man. Yo. We tell guys about the praying mantis. Not many content creators have been able to tell you about what the praying mantis is. Uh, praying mantis, if you're new here, is if you have a baby with a woman and before that child has got to age three, four, or five, take your pick. If, the, if she divorces you or takes the kid from your life before the age of three or four or before they get to elementary school or pre-K, that woman had no intentions of being with you at all. I've seen praying mantises. The kid ain't even out a month, and then she's already heel turning. The kid is barely out a year. How do you have a baby with somebody and then say this person's reprehensible after a year? It doesn't make sense. So I've come to the conclusion that women who do this do this intentionally. They had no intentions of staying with you, no intentions of being with you in the life. And then they just got the seed and they're running. They're out. I mean, and then what you what you have to look at now is you got 16 years of co-parenting coming down the pike. Which you're not going to make it. Most parents aren't going to make it staying there. You got to basically live around each other. Right. Go through bad economies. Survive with two kids living in the household, running backpacks their entire life back and forth. If the, if you're lucky, if you're lucky. They got to go 16 years living in backpacks back and forth. Or eventually, one of y'all going to throw in a towel. One <laughs> of you guys go throw in a towel. Uh, life changes significantly in 16 years. 16 years. So you can be co-parenting for a good five years, and it can be good. What if you lose your job? What if she meets a man and wants to relocate? What if the kid wants to turn into a transgender when they turn eight and nine? Like, you know how perfect your parentage has to be to go 16 years? Let's just say a decade. 
you got to go through decade, one decade, 10 years with both of y'all on the same page. Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. So if a kid is three or two or one, you got to go 14, 15, 16 years. It's a prison. It's a prison. Like that shit ain't going to work. And you think the kid's going to come out any better? No. This is garbage that we do to people. We do this to kids and we wonder why kids are the way they are. We wonder why they don't want to get married. We wonder why the girls want to ride the carousel. We wonder why they want to sell feed pictures and fornicate with older men. We wonder why boys want to become girls. We wonder why they want to go thugging and get shot up as a rapper. We wonder why they sashay and it's on We wonder why they got pants on too tight. We wonder why all of this stuff. Look at you people. Gen X. Baby boomers, you're the example and the reason why. Don't ever question why millennials and Gen Z are the way they are. You made them that, and you guys did that to them. Anytime you want to question why millennials and Gen Z are the way they are, you did it. Don't blame them because they don't want to do the same dumb shit that you did and end up in the same dumb shit that you did, period. Yeah, you wonder why dudes are son husbands. You wonder why the men are simps. You wonder why the women are masculine. You did it to them. It's crazy. It's crazy. So um, shout out to you, man. Uh, you got praying mantis. So you got 17 years of child support, 17 years of co-parenting, if you're lucky, 17 years of your kid getting back and forth in emotional gains and manipulation. As you also know over here, there's no such thing as divorce when you have kids. When you have kids, there's no such thing as a divorce. You're, you're together. All you did was just complicate parentage. You just made parenting complicated. That's what you did. Okay? There's no such thing as you divorce. All you do is just move into a different house. And then everything you do is going to be like throwing kindling on the fire. You get a girlfriend. That's going to cause problems. You want to move to a different neighborhood. That's going to cause problems. Because what about the kid's school? You'd be like, well, there's a better school over here. You're going to cause problems. You want to move to a different state? Problems. You want to discipline your kids? Problems. <laughs> she wants to live in a two-bedroom apartment with three grown teenagers? Problems. She, gets, she loses her job? Problems. Mel, Mel B and Eddie Murphy. Mel B lost her job and got a divorce. She took Eddie Murphy back for child support. She loses her job. It's your fault. It's your problem. It's not your fault. It's your problem. You lose your job. Guess what? You still got to pay the same child support you were paying. Well, sorry, you lost your job. But you still got to pay for them kids or you're going to go to jail. Guys, trust me. I'm thinking very long term when I talk about marriage and divorce. People that try to con uh, come, come against me, they're not talking about the long term picture. They talk about what's possible in the short term. I'm not arguing short term. We seem to be able to do it well short term. All right. Uh, let's see here. Shout out to you. Appreciate you, brother, for that. I got to get back and share this story right here. This story is um, here. Check this out. Another court custody battle. Another crazy custody battle. Again. Yeah, you get custody or yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, vaccine. 
the vaccine cases. I'm going to read this part of the article going down just so you can see the vaccine caused more custody problems than anything. And if you didn't have kids, you never had to uh, deal with this right here. I'm going to read this part of the article here. So when it came down, when the kid, when, when, when uh, you know who pushed out the vaccine for the kids, that became fire and kindling for custody battles. So here it is right here. This is a woman. Uh, she wanted the vac She wanted to vaccinate the kids and the father didn't. A judge had to decide. Now, who you know who's going to lose this one because in the best interest of the kids, they're going to be like, well, I mean, just let them go ahead and take it. But what are the long-term effects? No, it don't matter. I mean, we you want them safe, right? You don't want them to die, right? No, I don't want them to die. But it's, if you're against it, you want them to die. <laughs> you already know you lost. It says Heather and Norm had their share of disagreements, their separation seven years ago. Again, when you separate and divorce, you still are married in, in the eyes of parentage. So they've been, uh, they've been, they've been fine away from each other for seven years, but here we go. More court. And the ensuing custody battle was contentious. It says right here, or contentious, contentious too. But over the years, the pair have found a way to weather disputes cordially. They made a big decision together and checked in regularly about their two kids, now nine and 11. So there's a praying mantis. So the kids were four and two when they separated. But the rhythm, boy, this, the rhythm of give and take they carefully cult, uh, cultivated came to an abrupt end last fall. When it was kind, when it came to, sorry, man, when it came time to decide whether to vaccinate their kids against COVID-19, Heather was for it. Norm was against it. In Pennsylvania, decisions about child's health must be made jointly by parents with shared legal custody. So the dispute went to court. Hold on for a second. It went to court. And Heather and Norm weren't the only ones who couldn't come to an agreement on their own. In the months since the vaccine was approved for children, family court judges across the Commonwealth have seen skyrocketing numbers of similar cases. Where's Hafiz? Divorced parents who can't agree on what to do. All right. Um, it says right here, when you can't decide amongst yourself, I'm not going to read this whole article. Heather and Norm's divorce had a nasty, wait, they had a nasty divorce. They both say so. Drawn out court battles and arguments that bled onto social media uh, lasted years after their initial separation. So once they separated, they still was going in on each other. One thing I will always warn you of, when you get the final divorce decree, your divorce has not ended. It just got started. It just got started. People think, oh, once I'm done with the divorce and the judge signs off, I'm done. Nope. Not if you have kids. If you have young kids, it's just, you just started, brother. You're going to be back in court at least six times, if not 20. If not 20, you'll be back in court six to 20 times, at least. <laughs> All right. Or you'll be just like, you'll just take it up the rear end. People don't talk about this, and Hafiz doesn't know about this, and dating coaches never experienced this. You're going to be back, all right? Yes, you will, and the courts know it. That's why they bring you in there. You're the money. You see the money man. All right, let me get back to what's real here. Let's get back to what's real. It says right here, 
they gave a whole damn story here that uh, her ex-husband lives 20 minutes away. All right. It seems like they have split custody. They're bringing up all of that shit. Okay. When the pandemic started, both parents adjusted nimbly to accommodate virtual school for the children. Soon, though, they agreed that arrangements were taking a toll on both kids, especially their son, who is older, usually a good student. He was getting frustrated by electronic assignments, turning in homework late and not at all. Most kids did that. He started developing an irrational fear that a tornado would hit, <laughs> said the mother. All right, both parents agreed it would be uh, benefit the child's mental health to be back amongst classmates as soon as they had an option. But the mother was nervous about the kids being in school before they were eligible to be vaccinated. But she ensured herself that the, the time was soon to come and that when it did, it would be a no-brainer. All right, so the mom's saying, no, she's, she's playing the game of he's scared. Yeah, he's he's not adjusting, and it's your fault. It's Jermaine's fault, okay? Anyway. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's Let's go down here because there's a lot going on here, okay? They're talking about what it was, this risk-free, all of this stuff. They're, they're, they're making a case for the vaccine, okay? They're, that's what they're doing. They're setting it up with the data. We're not going to determine what's what on this one. Uh, to demonstrate his uh, that his position was in fact a risk, a result of risk, uh, calculated risk, and not political ideology. Norm pointed out that he made the choice to get vaccinated himself, so he got vaccinated. He just didn't want the kids to be vaccinated. As a 45 year old, he figured the potential benefits of being poked outweighed the risk, risk, and it made sense for me. But again, in my mind, it didn't make sense for a nine and 11 year old. So it wasn't that he was just an anti vaxxer their disagreement about whether to poke their kids was not uh, their first pandemic dispute, but it was the most alarming to the mother. Earlier, she had heard from her kids that the dad encouraged them not to wear masks. <laughs> so again, it gets petty. So first it was, he's an anti-masker. Now he's an anti, now is he, he's a Trumper. Okay, she's going to be in court with papers. He voted for Trump. He didn't vote for Biden. He doesn't want to wear a mask. He's an anti-vaxxer. You know good and damn well that's what she did. Norm said he believed that the most of the cloth and the surgical masks aren't effective in preventing transmission. So he was right, by the way. He ended up being right. Heather, Heather was concerned by this, but also knew co-parenting and is an exercise in choosing battles. She was unsettled, but ultimately figured it was behavior she couldn't influence. All right, so... Let's get down to the nitty gritty here. The VAC issue was different, though. It felt more fundamental to the kids' safety and well-being. The mother tried to reason and plead to Norm. She tried um, analogies. It was like letting them ride in a car without a seatbelt. <laughs> okay, let's continue now. So she's she's making it. She's equipped. She's making equivalent to death. So that's a gaslight. It wasn't a. It's not a life or death issue for for them particularly and the whole point of it was so they don't affect others that it does not a right analogy let's continue here let's go down there all right the mother said that though uh wait a minute here okay so she says she thought about dozens of times about just going ahead and get them vaccinated against the father's wishes because the amara crime the uh, amarion was out but it wasn't quite so simple Divorced parents who share legal, physical, and, and legal custody, she couldn't do that. If the doctors did that, that's a lawsuit against the doctor, and she could get in trouble. 
odds are she get a slap on the wrist. Okay, so they went to mediation. And it didn't work out, so it went to a hearing. I know all about that. Mediation is a waste of time. It's just a waste of step. Most of the time, the father either throws in a towel or goes on. Okay, if one parent were to act alone by vaccinating their kids or enrolling them in a new school and against the other parent's wishes, it could be a violation of the custody agreement, and that parent would technically be in contempt of court. All right, let's get down to the nitty-gritty here. All right, let's go down here and find out what the judgment was. We just all That's all we want. Uh, in her closing arguments, it says right here, the judge said it was clear both parents cared very much about the children's well-being. Being. They just had different ideas of how to achieve it. She said she didn't take these cases lightly. The parents waited for days for the judge to issue a decision, and then Heather said she was a nervous wreck, generally unsure which way the chips would fall. And um, let's get to the decision. The judge simply issued an order outlining the decision with no explanation. The mother would be granted decision-making authority on the matter of the vaccine, but nothing else. She made appointments as soon as she got the orders. And she said, it's relieving news, the mother said, but I didn't think it was going to take three months and close to $10,000. But here we are. Okay. So the mother thought it was that. By the way, in hindsight, it wasn't a big deal. Now it's not even a big deal as a big of a deal as it was at the time. Again, this was a panic move. And people aren't really talking about 9 and 10 and 11-year-olds getting this anymore. It's not, it's not even a thing. Okay, But it cost $10,000. He represented himself. She hired an attorney. He, he represented himself. I wonder if the husband did pay the uh, legal fees. He represented himself. She hired a lawyer, and that's where it went. This is how custody works. This is custody for you. Bad, bad, bad. All right, let me get to the um, Dwayne Wade story here. Dwayne Wizzade, everybody's been waiting for. Let me see here. What is this? Dwayne Wadesy. There he is right now. I don't know if you guys know. I'm going to try to find a picture. I can't find a picture of them for some reason. Oh, there it is right there. You see him right there. There's Dwayne Wade with his, that's his biological, sorry. That's his biological son, Zaya. Wait a minute. I don't remember the real name, but now the biological son goes by Zaya. And again, what I was telling you is the new, the new caveat, the new, pawn in the game is going to be the transgender issue previously it was the mental health then previous to that it was child support right uh custody for child support now that's going to go away right because judges are going they centered into 50 50 as the primary right as the fault so since they centered on 50 50 now women in particular are using mental health and trans issues to go over the top Right. They were making again, women will always adapt. So soon as the judges were like, we're defaulting 50 50, we're not having legal battles. Then it was like, oh, well, mental health. Oh, well, transitioning. It's clown world. So the basis of this is going on here. Let's see if I can get to the article. Uh, Dwayne Wade, as you guys know, married to Gabrielle Union. Dwayne Wade's a basketball player, former basketball player, Gabrielle Union, an actor or an actress, I don't know how you say it these days. Uh, she's involved in Hollywood and the you-know-what. New, 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 new world order. 
uh, Dwayne Wade has previous children. He has full custody away from his first wife, which is this woman. And she goes by Javon or I, I, I don't know how to play, say it. Savion. I don't know how to say her name. Javon. She recently, yes, she's been probably labeled the crazier parent. And this is why Dwayne Wade has custody. At one point, she was on the street corner, despite getting significant child support and alimony or whatnot. She's on the street saying the she's living in these streets and her rent's due, basically. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And she was like, wait. Yeah, she was rolling in the dough. And then eventually was like. In these streets. All right, so this is the stuff that she's been pulling. And she's been quite had a contentious battle with Dwayne Wade. It says right here she received a lump sum of $1 million plus $25,000 per month in spousal support from the divorce but claims that Wade has not been making the payments, all right? So that's her previously, and she went to take into the streets. I think she was uh, on one of those basketball wives shows, too. I'm just assuming. Uh, so here's the article here. Dwayne Wade's ex-wife files petition to block the gender and name change of daughter Zaya. Now, remember, she's by the, the daughter Zaya has uh, assumed a transition position, a transgender position, but she was born a boy. If you can keep up with this, Zaya Wade's mother, Javon, whatever her name is, we're going to call you her Mrs. Wade or whatever it is, also claimed in court docs that the former spouse is causing their child to be socialized at a young age. This is what Kanye West said about Kim Kardashian as well. And Siobhan, the ex-wife of NBA player Dwayne Wade, is asking a California court to prevent her former spouse, Dwayne, from allowing their 15-year-old transgender daughter, Zaya, to legally change her name and gender. So, yeah, they're trying to change it. So not only just the changing, I don't think they're doing puberty blockers. I don't think it's gotten that far yet. I don't think it's gotten that far. But now they want to do the next step is to change the name and birth certificate. All right. On Tuesday, the the Siobhan, we're just gonna call her Siobhan, age 41, submitted an objection to the LA County Court, uh County Court that requested Zia Wade wait until the age of majority to make permanent decisions to change her identity. Today reached out to the mother's legal team and Dwayne Wade's rep for additional comment. And it's only a comment that he left on Instagram. We're gonna get to that. The document said. I have concern that the petitioner may be pressuring our child to move forward with the name and gender change in order to capitalize on the financial opportunities that he has received from companies and will be receiving based on the petitioner's statements to me and the basis on the basis that our child's name and gender be changed. She's saying, and this is rumor, a couple of people, Disney, there's apparently a Disney deal on the line. That potentially saying, go all the way. We're going to document it, promote it going forward. We're going to use Zaya. That's what the mother is saying there. And, and they're saying they're only doing this these things in order to get the money. Now, other people are saying, Dwayne Wade made money as a basketball player. Why would he use Zaya to get money? Well, I don't know if you know. NBA players typically go broke after the first five years. The girl, the, the wife of Dwayne Wade, Gabrielle Union, she's a D-list actor. All right, people only know her because she was somewhat attractive. She what, what has she been in significantly lately? So she's not rolling in the dough in terms of having lifelong wealth based on what they probably spend per month. This is just all 
alleged. And Dwayne Wade made his money. You talk about Disney money. That's going to trump NBA money. That's going to trump NBA money. So Gabrielle Union is the one being blamed for pushing Zaya this way because when Dwayne Wade had full custody, Gabrielle Union was the parent of the children, not the mother. Okay, Gabrielle Union was the one that was taking Zaya. What was the kid's name before it was Zaya? Is that the same name? I don't remember. Uh, but um, taking them to um, parades and pride parades and that. Now, Zaya probably was, is saying right now that's what he wants to do or she wants to do. We can't, we can't decide. But Dwayne Wade, instead of saying, I'm not supporting it, what the ex-wife is saying is Dwayne going, oh, this is another way to get uh, a big bag of money. Zion, yes, Zion. I knew it was close. I couldn't remember it. Wade's ex-wife also said in court docs that outside factors could be influencing Zion Wade's decision to change her name. Outside factors, who? This matter has been highly reported in the media, and there will be likely be media pressure on the minor child. This is what the mother's saying. Who do you agree with this one? This is a rare time that I agree with a mother in a custody battle. Okay. Says right here, um, this is going to be Dwayne Wade's response. There's the mother right there, boy. Man, even when you go into the NBA, oof. Shout out to her, but uh, yeah, I would pass on this one. I pass on grass. I don't know what she looked like before, but anyway. Last month, Dwayne Wade appeared on Today and spoke about his daughter coming out as trans. And at the age of 12, at the age of 12, that's what they're saying. The father of four said he, in union, tried to prevent Zaya from seeing hateful social media comments. That's almost impossible. Okay. He's 40 years old. All right, they're trying to say keep the hate out of it. Man, look, man, I experience hate. You can't stop people from having their opinion on this one, especially this is my opinion on it. If they were private about Zaya in the transition and they weren't doing Disney, fine. Okay, but they can't push it, promote it, go on to the Today Show, go on Disney and her getting award shows and then be saying people can't talk about her. Nah, you can't be get, collecting a bag and then using that as a shield of victimhood. You can't do that. All right. I don't I don't think you can do that. All right. Let me see here. They're also going to use mental health. We didn't want her. We didn't want it to be on her comments so she can read it. I guess they manage her social media account. We know what we are in this world. Mental health is very important um, in this world today. It's very important for us as parents to protect the health of our kids, both physically and mentally. Hold up. This is the this is the statement he made. It is very important important for us as parents to protect the health of our kids, both physically and mentally. So we wanted to do that. But you're gonna let this, bro. I don't get it. You're gonna let him go and do the trans? Is that protecting them mentally and physically? People might think so. The three time NBA champion champion further explained why it's important for the parents to be supportive of their children at the time 100 gala event in June. So you parading the kid around. You're parading to get around. Yeah, nah, man. It says right here, in June, Zaya was honored as a trailblazer to the LBG. I always say LB. It's LGBTQ Entertainment Brand Logo. The company had an annual series called The Logo 30, highlighting trailblazers in the LGBTQ community. 
and decided to feature her this year. Well, bro, you, look, she all out in the front. You putting her out in the front. That's what it is, bro. Like you can't you can't be like, oh, you can't do man. Let me let me stop with this. So Dwayne Wade responded. Dwayne Wade responded and he played the victim. Watch this. So she filed legal action. She did not take it to the public. The public fi- found out because of the filing. And then he went on his Instagram. This is his Instagram. Since this must be the new way of parenting, I guess I have to address these allegations here, which is a damn shame. So he went in there and played the victim. While on a life-changing trip in our motherland, Africa, yo, Dwayne, Bruh, this is what females, this is, the, the, the roles are literally flipped here. This is the first time I've seen the, the roles flip where Dwayne is responding like a typical uh, mother and the mother's responding like the father. <laughs> so he played the victim. He said it's a damn shame. So he's using shame. And then he's also saying we got to address this in the court of public opinion. When she, which she didn't, the mother didn't, she handled it in court and she filed. That's all she did. I don't think she came out on social media or interviewed. Maybe she did. I don't know. Now he's over there going to the court of public opinion using shame, blame and explain. And now he's saying I was on a life trip, changing trip in Africa. While I was on a life changing trip in Africa, what does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with anything? Okay. You're trying to use the fact that you were enjoying life and you're getting this soul, uh, uh, physical and spiritual experience, and it was interrupted by the mom. So you can claim be the that, this is some victim bullshit, man. Tell me. Yeah, he's deflecting. He's 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 projecting. He's playing the victim here. Stop. That has nothing to do with it. While on a life-changing trip in the motherland, Africa, he's trying to tie in black folks too now. He says, I've received a social media post about me forcing our 15-year-old child to be someone she's not and to do something against her will. These are serious and harmful allegations that will hurt our children. All right. While none of us are surprised by Siobhan's attempt to fight Zaya's identity and her unwavering attempt to drag my name through the mud, I'm very disappointed that she continually finds ways uh, of centering herself and her needs without regard for her children. I swear the roles are flipped again. Even the media is siding with Dwayne. How often in a how often in a custody case does the father get sided on in the custody case? The roles are flipped here. This is great. He says this report came out while Zaya was in class. Dwayne, what does that have to do with anything? Again, that's more victim playing. He, the kid was in school. They are in school every day. <laughs> All right, listen. And while you were in Africa, you weren't being a parent. What were you doing? And I'm sure when you went to Africa, they wasn't with your bullshit either. I'm sure they was like, mm, what does that have to do with anything that Zaya was in class? You're the one protecting them for social media. What is he doing looking at Instagram? I mean, while they are in the school. Uh, That's more deflect. That's more victim blaming here. It says right here, this is a kid who has maintained a 4.0 GPA in honors courses while navigating all this unsolicited and harmful attention. 
and debates about her gender and her sexuality from those who are committed to not listening to her, much less even knowing her. Again, y'all brought this on yourselves. You didn't have to parade her around. You're, you're acting like it, it says here you said unsolicited. That's not true. You solicited the attention. You definitely solicited the attention. Stop that. That No, 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 no. You, you put her out there for the last three years. Now you once announced that she's going to name change. You announced the Disney deal. You announced. No, nah, bro. Stop. What else does he have to say? Siobhan tried a similar attempt over a decade ago with equal damaging lies and causing irreparable harm to the children. And 13 lawyers later, I was awarded sole custody of our two children as an active NBA parent. Yeah, that's that was a big win. Now, that was a big win. She showed her ass, and you got it. But you signed the deal with the devil because as you thought it was a win, you put them kids in Gabrielle's hands and look at where you at now. Trick, look at you now. Uh, anyway. All I ever wanted was to have my parenting time uninterrupted. I feel you on that. And I knew that it was a very difficult time for our kids to navigate this new normal. So instead of actually trying to co-parent over the years, she left her home to see more lawyers and has taken the time to talk to more lawyers since I filed for divorce. Then she left her home to actually see. Wait, then she's left her home to actually see or have spoken. Have truly spoken and listened to Zaya over all those years. And then she left her home. to I don't know what that means. Anyway, anyway. I've given her the opportunity to reach out to Zaya's teachers, doctors, and therapists. Dude, this is the one. These roles are flipped. This is a flip role. Dwayne Wade is the dress wearer here. Just like he's doing everything textbook that the woman will do. Because what did he do? He put the teachers, doctors, and therapists in the referee position. In the position where he can't win, the, the, the other parent can't win. Since he has the sole custody, he gets to put these people in front, bend their ear, and now when the other parent comes, that's the presiding thought, and if she disagrees, she's the problem. This is tactical. All right, uh, she's given every opportunity to reach out to Zaya's teachers, doctors, and therapists over the year and even meet her friends so she could uh, get her own understanding of our child's needs and uh, for her life. And she won't do it. So she wasn't down for the cause. She has not been to school, recital, graduation, school dance, play dates, practice, parent-teacher conferences, etc. And Zaya has given her every opportunity, every opportunity to get to know her, and she won't do it. So it sounds like, Sounds like, uh, yeah, she ain't with the she ain't with the shits. She definitely. Well, who says that? There's a content creator that says that she ain't with the shits. All right. So she's like, I ain't with it. And it sounds like she washed her hands, which I always tell you at some particular point, you know, what's against you. You know, you know, you don't have you don't have the money. You don't have this political. You don't have the public court of public opinion. Uh, you don't have the therapists in your pocket. You don't have the teachers. They get the first time to tell their stories to the teachers and the therapists. She washed her hands. She took her two hands. She got soap, handful of soap, warm, cold, hot-ass water, and washed her hands. She was like, I'm done. Somebody said, you got to let go. She washed her hands. She was like, I ain't done with this. Now, at some particular point, she was like, okay, I got to draw the line here. I got to draw the line. And it may be, it may be that uh, 
she's like, I'm missing out on the Disney money. Right? So she's like, oh, y'all taking it there? Oh, Disney giving y'all X amount of dollars? It may be a motive where she's like, I got to go get some of that money. I'm not going to be left out of the money. Or if y'all going to keep me out of the money, I'm going to put up the block. I'm going to block the bullshit. Now, what she doesn't realize is they're going to use that against her with whatever deals they got up coming in the media. So there, she's only hurting her case. But she, what's the best case, the best course of action that the mother should take since the roles are flipped here is to walk her ass away, tuck tail, go somewhere, go live in another country and say, fuck it. All right, there's nothing you could do. Dwayne has the court of public opinion. Look at Rachel Nichols all up in there. Look at all the celebrities. Look at all this. Up. Rachel Nichols, you know what's going on over there. Um, look at all the blue check marks in support. Uh, Candace Parker's in there, uninterrupted. I don't know. That sounds familiar. Um, who Olivia Mum, who's going through her own custody battle. I am athlete. I don't know who that is. That sounds familiar. CP3, Chris Paul, my brother. Uh, let's see here. Who else is in here? Amanda Seals is a name that I see is familiar to me. I'm not good on pop culture, but some of these names are familiar. Taylor Rooks, it looks like that's a familiar name. Oh, LeBron James. LeBron James is right there. Uh, let's see here. Carrie Champion. All, uh, yo, so the mom's up. The, the mom's up shit's creek when it comes to this battle. She's going to lose this. She's going to lose this battle. Best thing she could do is just walk the hell away. It's over. Um, they're going to do what they're going to do. They got the momentum. They got the support of the people. So if you're a father in this situation, you can put up a million dollars and fight it. Eventually, this is a losing battle for the mother. They're going to go that way. Dwayne Wade has chosen to ride this out and potentially financially benefit or at least have the child financially benefit, parade the person around, protect them from the from anybody that disagrees, anybody that di the, the sad part about this case is if you disagree, you're the bigot. I mean, you're just like, oh, hell no. How do you disagree? Guys, this is a this is a this is not a right or wrong situation. This isn't a situation that if you're wrong, you're out of line. This is a parent issue, a custody issue, a child timeline. You got gen you got a complicated issue here. But unfortunately, the court of public opinion, and you know who, is making this that if you disagree, you're completely wrong. And that's that's foul. I I don't think you're completely wrong for this, and you're not. That, that's a big issue. It's sad that that that, that they're framing it as this while, while, while putting her out here in front of everybody else and then trying to say, oh, but you if you talk negative, it's kind of like the whole fat shaming thing. It's kind of, you know, sad. Sad. Somebody said they disagree. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got uh, supports, man. Let's finish it up. Let's finish it up. We live in a weird world, man. Let's see. Let's see here. I'm, I'm catching up here. Shout out to Derek says, you trifling as hell, CGA, for calling me Hafiz. All right. Shout out to you, man. <laughs> Oh, man. Yes, I got to get back to the football game. I'm coaching. Shout out to Derek, man. He was trolling me earlier. What did you say earlier? Oh, the divorce rate guy. Yeah, Hafiz was in the building under his private account. Shout out to KT King. The Tender Years Doctrine. Look it up. I did a show on that. The default uh, That defaulted to mothers for custody in the family court needs to be removed ASAP. It's why mothers feel they own the children. Yep. 
And we didn't have the tenure years doctoring until probably the 1900s. Uh, maybe a little, yeah, it was post-1900s, probably World War One, World War II or so. Once we went to 10 years, doctoring has been disastrous because it incentivized the mother to carry out these things in the family court. And the family court basically was like, yo. Judges became rich. Mediators became rich. Therapists became rich. Now doctors can become rich. So people become rich off of custody and marriage. And this is why we are talking about marriage, the dangers of marriage. It's not because people aren't going to get along as husband and wife. This is one of the many dangers. Uh, marriage causes divorce. Says if you have a female judge deciding custody, it's game over. The sisterhood is strong. You're going to get screwed. He says your ex-wife wants to see you suffer. Check this out. I actually have had a female judge in my case. And little did people know, I actually had a little birdie tell me inside information that I can't share uh, as to why I kept getting favor. In many of my cases, my my ex tended to try to use the female judge as a, hey, I'm going to just throw this out there and it's going to be hook is going to be curtains for him. And it didn't work. But the inside information that I know, um, namely her personal experience, had came into play. And I'll give you just a little bit of it. She married someone that had been through a divorce and had a bitter baby mom. This is all alleged. This is all undercover. I didn't finesse nothing. Again, when people don't know and you just assume, you assume, oh, this female just got, I got her in my back pocket. But, but, but let's just say, I'm going to take it from the, if the person judging had married someone that had a bitter baby mom and experienced everything firsthand, she was on the other side experiencing it. They're going to have a different opinion and they're going to be like, yeah, here you go again with the bullshit. So that doesn't always says you got luck. Yeah, man. Oh, that was lucky. Cause I remember that judge replaced my previous judge who retired and my previous judge knew he wasn't with the bullshit either. He wasn't hardcore, like stopping her from stopping her from doing stuff, but he would just be like, well, you know, he was kind of like laissez faire. He was just kind of like, and eh, whatever. Okay. He wasn't a hardcore hang him high judge. He was on his way out. He was retiring. He made his money. And then I showed up one day and it was a woman judge on the bench. I was like, oh, my Lord. And nothing happened. I was like, oh, then I kept seeing her. My ex kept taking, taking me to court, taking me to court, taking me to court. And I kept getting favor, 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 favor. And I was like, oh. And then somebody told me that knew that person on a personal level. That was like, oh, yeah. They were like, women think they're going to get over on her, but it ain't going to happen because they told me why. And I was like, shit, I was like, wow, people don't know that. Um, anyway, that probably what I've just said is probably going to be used against me, but I'm I'm just running out the clock. Uh, let's see here. Marriage causes divorce. Uh, CJ says, what races do you mostly see on seeking? I got a thing for Arab chicas. Well, wow, that's interesting. But, uh, you know, there's everything available to you. You know what I be on. Uh, KT King says the majority of women use child support to control men and use it uh, for past sexual access to their peace leave monetization of women in court. Okay. But uh, I see what you're doing there. They, they're they, child support. Having child support is a means of control. Okay. So it's not about the money because a woman will say something like this. You're only paying me $400 a month. She'll say that. And you're like, only? Okay, if you, 
It, if it ain't nothing, why you got me on child support? I want you to think about that. A woman will literally say, you don't even, it ain't even, it don't even cover X, Y, and Z. And it ain't that much. And it's measly this. And it's this. All you, They'll literally say that. And you'll be like, well, if it's nothing, why you got me on it? Hmm. Think about that. They got you on it for control. <laughs> and it's easy free money. And they can control it without them pulling the strings. The child support collection agency pulls the strings. All right, Righteous One says, how about them Cowboys, coach? What did they do? I don't know. They that Another first round exit. They ain't doing shit. All right, maybe they get a second round. JC says, my daughter went to Montessori, Canada, three languages. Again, if you guys don't know, if your kid's going to daycare and they're not going to Montessori, you already separated them in terms of what your kid's going to be versus the Montessori kids. Not saying that all of them are going to be successful and all going to be unsuccessful. But when you take the time to parent your kids and put them in advantage tutoring, we showed you that video of the advantage disadvantage and your kids go to the boys and girls club and these kids are going to Montessori. You've already distinguished and separated your kids significantly. It's over. It, it ain't over, but you're going to wonder why your kids and you struggling and these kids are taking off, put them in Montessori. But the reason why they don't put them in Montessori is they don't get, um, they don't get it supplemented by the government. They can get daycare and after school care and all of these things will supplement these welfare recipient minded moms and they will give them free access. Okay. We'll give you free lunch and we'll give you free after school daycare or at a cost or reduced cost. We'll give you a reduced milk. We'll give you free bus pass. And then the mom takes that shit instead of giving you custody or saying, can we put them in Montessori and split the cost? Or they'll just say, forget it. I'll pay my portion of the child support, put them in the monastery, put them in tutoring, put them in after school. This is how parents sabotage their kids. Okay. All right. So JC says, toddler juvie. Yes, it's the same thing. Yes, indeed. Shout out to you and it's Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. If you don't it's know, Montessori is private school of the new, 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 new world order. <laughs> All right. Anyway, shout out to Noel News. He says, I sent my kid to the Christian Academy for $1,200, and I'm sure per month, uh, maybe. He says, I vetted it, and it's good teaching, and I pay for soccer practices and field trips. I can tell you, when, uh, is your, I bet you your ex is giving you the business for doing that shit, too. All right, I did all of that. Never asked my ex for a dime, and she would take me in the child support course, and I ain't paying shit. You're like, I literally had them all over here doing Kumon. I had them in Taekwondo. I paid for all of their sports leagues, uniforms. I did all of that shit. Pay for their field trip. Pay for all of that shit. She would pay it one time and ask for a refund. She sent me the receipt. She paid for one thing. And I'm like, <laughs> I paid for their private school tuition, which is not cheap. Not cheap. It was thousands per month out my pocket. Didn't never ask her for a dime. And then she would pay one thing. She'd send them to the, they have a dentist appointment. She put the $20 copay, send me the fucking receipt. I'm like, <laughs> chill, bruh. I'm like, chill. And, but if you fight it, she'd be like, she, <laughs> Alex Jacob. I, I'm convinced Alex J Jacobs is got to be one. She, he's got, I, I if I know you correctly, you got to be one of these content creators that does exposed videos because you want to know way too many details. Shit you be saying is out of control. 
Since you be saying it's out of control, how much you pay for school? What, do you need to know the exact number? <laughs> you don't need to know the damn exact number. Sit your ass down. No, I'm curious. Look it up. Dude, there's private school information everywhere. Are you the are you the private detector pocket watching ass? You don't need to know that. You don't need to know. You're on a need to know basis. <laughs> he the ops for show. Cause it's either that or he's saying coach who hurt you. I'm watching him. I'm watching him in the chat. And then he's he his previous chat I saw was coach who hurt you. Then the next one, how much you pay for private school? <laughs> like what? What are you doing? He says, don't get sensitive. Now I'm sensitive. The ops is in the building. Hold up for a second. The investigators are in the building. Is that you, Hafiz? Are you, Hafiz? He left now. He left. Hafiz is here. Hafiz, how many accounts you got? He That name looks familiar. He's been around for a long time, but the guy had a... I don't think that's him anymore. Yeah, he gone now. He got the hell up out of there. Hafiz, y'all got too many con. Y'all got he done unsubscribed and everything. All right, anyway. CJ says, is everyone wait, if everyone is leaving California, why hasn't the rent gone down? Prices are based on supply and demand. Yes, well, I'm gonna tell you why. Because people are move more people move in than move out of California. So California gets a lot of uh useless people, parasites, and uh dreamers and all of that. So it's a lot of people moving out of California, but it will never compare to the amount of people moving in. And every year, some foolish people will leave Kentucky and think they're going to make it big in California. And they're going to get their clock cleaned. All right. When they get the hell out there, California is no joke. It's not a place to play around. If you ain't about no hustle, you're just going to be a parasite. Everybody want to move to Costa Mesa as close as they can to the beach. And they, you're going to get your clock cleaned. All right, so it, don't go to California if you ain't about your business. Don't go there and get on welfare, all right? It's already a bankrupt-ass uh, state. They already got they got 40 million citizens, and 20 million of them are useless <laughs> and parasites. Yeah, they think they about to go up in there. Yeah, forget all that shit. Stay your ass where you were. Stay your ass where you were. California is not a joke. You got to go and be on your hustle. And if you ain't got no money coming in, you're just going to be useless out there. Oxygen thief. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Ro he said that's Trollo in the building. Shout out to Maryland guy. My upstairs neighbor still drives with his mask on. He says these are the same Karens that force their children to get the pokey poke in child custody disputes. Yep. Despite all the information out there, they're doing the whole amnesty thing. And we all pulled it up. They're like, it's all useless. It didn't even work. Mass wasn't, they were like, the, the data's there and people still walking around. I'll be like, damn. <laughs> like, yo. All right, the undisputed man coach master female judge like Johnny Depp. No, Johnny Depp's master's attorney. But 
many divorce attorneys, male divorce attorneys do smash their female clients. They're like, oh, you ain't got no money. They was like, you got something. And the woman's like, what do I have? And he was like, I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. They like you got something. Women will never be broke. They was like, you got the never be broke tool. You always got money coming your way. Shout out to Stillabees. Women forget that the father is only supposed to cover half. She's supposed to cover the other half. Exactly. Exactly. Well, they do still calculate that. I know I know um, parents that have custody situations. They'll put a whole spreadsheet with a whole bunch of nickel and dime bullshit. I always used to tell my ex, I'm like, if it don't cost $1,000, pay the damn bill. Like, if it costs 1000 okay, yeah, I'll, okay, here's my 500 But if it costs 150 pay the freaking bill. We all, because you know what's going to happen is, what's going to happen is, they're going to say, you owe me $75, all right? The bill was 150 you owe me 75 Then next week, there's going to be another expense. And then normally what the dad does when he has custody, he just covers the 150 and he says nothing because he's not petty. He don't have time to put it on the spreadsheet. So he covers the 150 plus the 75 on her side. And then when the kids go back, there's another fee, 300. She comes back, you owe me 150. Then he has to say, I covered the 150. You see what I'm talking about? It's just a battle of petty. It's just a battle of petty. And it's unhealthy as hell. It's unhealthy because then the father just says, again, I'll in order for me to not just draw attention to the bullshit, I'll just take the L. I'll just take the L. Now, not all fathers do this. So there's a woman in here. My daddy don't, my, my baby father don't pay nothing. Well, that sounds like your fault. That sounds like your fault. It's a battle of petty then. You're just like, oh my God. So I always said, if it doesn't cost, if there's not four digits in the number, I don't want to hear shit. I'll help you. But I'm not going to do 75 this week, 45 that week, 86 this week. I'm not about to do all that shit. I'm not about to do that. Don't. But but then it, when you do that, they go, they take you in the court with a spreadsheet full of nickel and dime bullshit. It was $25 here, $65 here. Would you sit your ass down? <laughs> okay. It's petty. It's petty bullshit. And it don't amount to no more than $3,000. It's normally that. It, for the whole year, she's going to make a big deal about three grand. And I guarantee you, the good fathers already covered three grand and didn't even mention the shit. Like you took your son to get their hair done. You took your daughter to get braids. You paid for the homecoming. You did this. You bought them shoes that they took back to their mother's house and then forgot to bring them back to your house. There's always this petty bullshit. It was a field trip. You just went and paid it. You didn't put it on no sheet, nothing. Then they come back over here. This amounted to over 12 months, three grand. Okay, yes, three grand is a lot of money, but I guarantee you I covered way beyond that and never mentioned nothing. Yeah, braces. It's just like petty bullshit. But women think that shit is a big deal. They'll make a mountain out of a molehill and take you into court and they'll pay a lawyer $5,000. They'll pay a lawyer five grand to take you in to get the $3,000 you owe them. <laughs> How much did you pay for your lawyer for this appearance? Five grand. Okay, the judge decides. 
all right, you owe her twenty five hundred. They go like. So you lost money, you jackass jackal. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? you like, God damn. And every year, that bullshit. Every year, that bullshit. She lost money. and But she doesn't see it. I swear to God, guys, they don't see they lost the money. They don't see it. Or they see it. They, they experience it. They, they figure it out after the fact. They laughing at you. I told you I'll get that three grand. You're looking at her like you lost two grand. They get in the parking lot. They hike their dress up and let the lawyer skeet in their guts. All right, I can't pay you the five grand uh, appearance. What can I do? And the lawyer's like, I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. <laughs> the lawyer's like, well, you can't afford the bill. We can either try to get him to pay for it or. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Joshua Moon. Just ended three years of cohabitation. Peace, quiet, and freedom for the win. Indeed. And he says, oh, man. He says, can I get a you can't win for the community? Yeah, there it is. Shout out to Mr. Jermaine. Jermaine says, Columbia for Thanksgiving break. He says, I'm going to be thankful. He's going to be out there. I know what you're going to be doing, brother. You're going to be. You gonna be all right, Venmo love and then PayPal. Okay, that's Venmo, PayPal Z. What do y'all gotta say over there? What a world to live in, guys. What a world. Uh, let's see here. It's a tough, tough world for us guys. And shout out to the women that's doing it all alone. But anyway, AD Austin says that's true about daycare. My crackhead aunt worked in the daycare for the longest. She never had custody of her kids when they were growing up. What? So her, he said, my crackhead aunt worked in a daycare, but she couldn't even get custody of her own kids. And she's raising other people's kids. I swear, bro. I'm not a big proponent of daycare. I think it's a lazy person's effort to parent. It doesn't, it doesn't match up. Like what you're getting for what you're giving up, like, like, Married couples will put their kids in daycare and go work two different jobs. One of them is going to barely break even if earned three, $300 extra a month. Now, people don't tell, don't tell me, well, not me. I'm a doctor and she's a lawyer. Most people break, you break even or you make 300 extra dollars a month to put your kids in a, in a, in a modified Group home. <laughs> like, oh, man. It's normie behavior. Only a normie or a lemming would do some shit like that. Or the other thing they'll do is make the make a grandparent or a, a useless crackhead aunt raise the kid. Put them and take advantage of the mom. The mom eventually is going to call the daughter on it. I'm not raising this freaking kid. I'm doing my time. You don't stick that kid on me. What? Well, I need help. So instead of paying $1,400 a month to the modified uh, prison reform junior juvenile detention center, they'll take advantage of the parent and get it for free. But the grandma, grandma's stripping in the background. Grandma got her OnlyFans. Grandma trying to do play bid whisk. Grandma trying to be in these streets and get some salami on the side. 
<laughs> and then don't let the kid be disrespectful. Grandma, I'm going to pull this out. No, no, you got to help me. No. I swear this whole idea, this is in a book called uh, by Elizabeth Warren, The Two-Income Trap. People who do this, I think you're not so bright. I get it. You need a job. If you're only making $1,000 extra, I get it. I don't know. I don't, don't want to be in people's pockets. I'll make it easy. If you're only netting $500 and both parents are going to work and you're going to send them to the to the group home for future criminals and you're going to do this for 180 days to 250 days a year and you're going to show up at, you're going to drop them off at 7 a.m. and pick them up at 6 p.m. What the hell are you doing? Just stay your ass at home, bro. You can make $500 on the internet. What are you doing? You can paint wine glasses and sell them on the side for 500 bucks extra dollars a month and not even leave your house. What are you doing? I don't get it. Look, I'm I, I'm not a di I'm a different thinker. I don't get people doing that. Other than the fact maybe you're going to get a promotion later and then 10 years down the line you're going to make $80,000 a year. Okay, if you think that's the case. It's normally not the case. It's normally you leaving them, and then, I don't know. Somebody says, if, if Coach is promoting, promoting Elizabeth Warren, it must be good. It was when Elizabeth Warren was a conservative. She flip-flopped, and she became a raging liberal as a means to make money. So Elizabeth Warren wrote a book that she distanced herself from later on, and it was a conservative book called The Two-Income Trap, where she was basically um, speaking realness, and she was speaking, uh, she was based, and she was like, two parents working is a trap. It's going to ruin your kids. And then she flip-flopped. She flip-flopped, and she came a liberal. The political party switched. <laughs> okay. And then she realized, hey, it'd be better for me to come become president on the liberal side. So she got her political aspirations. She distanced herself from the book. She was like, nah, I didn't write that shit. When she was running for president, she was like, I don't remember that. I've evolved as a human being. And then she claimed she was an Indian. <laughs> and she was going to wipe out everybody's debt. So um, anyway, it's a trap. It's a middle class trap. And she was trying to identify that, that it was a middle class trap to have two parents working outside the home. But it's too late now. We've already we ain't coming back from that. Send the asteroid. Shout out to Gregory Hardaway. He says, but coach, she's not fat. No more. Um, I'm not talking about them. He says, you know, I like my porcelain skins, though. Also, you stated that the 50 shades of gray thing. Uh, just wait a minute. Sorry. He says, also, you started it with the 50 shades of gray thing. Just saying, he says, oh, I did blame you for that. One more on a serious note. Uh, it is funny that, you know, who has been in the red pill space for a very short time. And she's already surpassed other black women in the red pill space. And in no time. He says, funny how when a white woman talks about black issues, black men levitated, uh, levitated to her like she can say no wrong, though. It's an interesting conversation. I know her on a personal level. Um, you know how my opinion, I express my opinions to her about women in the red pill space. I, my opinion is they never should be the they never should be the face of the space. They never should be the the arbiters of truth, like meaning they should always be willing to take the backseat. But um, also progression will happen once more women say that. But then a lot of people will say grifting, right? So there's that argument. What I'm noticing, though, and if people want to have a beef about her 
passing past black women. She passing past everybody. Uh, she passing past everybody, not just black women uh, concert critics. She passing by everybody, and she will. My prediction, my prediction, because you guys know I like to predict. My prediction is she'll get her own talk show, or at least she'll be at the levels of millions of subscribers. Millions. Millions. And it, it is what it is. Uh, once she gets to millions, is she still going to be this? Uh, I, I equate her to like a Tommy, Tommy Lauren, uh, meaning that she has that ability to have transcend from an internet personality to where Tommy Lauren is now. That's how fast she's going to go. It's going to be like a skyrocket. It's going to be like nothing you've seen in the red pill space. I haven't checked her subs in a minute. Um, but she'll pass fresh and fit in about four months. That's how significant that is. She'll pass fresh and fit in about four months. Fresh and fit just hit a mill. Let me see something here. And again, it is what it is. I happen to have a couple of good conversations with her, but we're seeing, oh, she's already at 641. And um, she was at 500 something last week. So she's already gained another 80,000 subs in a week. She's at 641. Yeah. And she works very hard too. So one more thing about her is her production, um, her production and what she's doing. She got it figured out. I think I was explaining that. She got it figured out. She got it figured out. She knows it's not like she ain't working. All right. She got it figured out. And being a female helps. Being a female helps, meaning it's kind of like the Kevin Samuels thing. And I'm not throwing dirt on Kevin. It's not a sneak disc. Kevin appeared effeminate. And he appeared like the gentleman. That helped him. So that that card could be, he could use that card against people if they did something and he could play the I'm in effeminate male discrimination type of thing. I'm not saying that he did that, but I'm saying that that's how he got past the shit. Now, if he was wearing a hoodie, black t-shirt, ball head like CGA, where I'm out here a little bit more of a deeper voice, I'm gruff, I'm saying what I'm saying, similar to what he's saying, they're going to be like, that. he's just a misogynist, bitter, hurt male. <laughs> right? So they could easily say he don't look, he don't look uppity, he's not somewhat, is he really gay? Is he not? They, I think Kevin played that wonderfully, and that allowed him to pass through algorithm and pass through. At that time, during 2020, you couldn't go in and take him down because he could be like, he could be like, well, I'm, this is what I'm just saying. That that allowed him to pass through. Just pearly things is saying what we're saying, and it passes through. And it, it's not going to stop. Anybody who believes that her ascent is going to stop, it ain't. She'll be in the millions by, what is it, November? She'll be in the millions by December or January, if not February, and she ain't stopping. So get on if you want. Do whatever you want. He wasn't zesty. He did a video. Again, I didn't say he was. I'm not saying he was zesty. I'm saying that he appeared to be less masculine. He had that whole, everybody just always even used it against him as a shaming tactic. Ah, He really just gay, right? Even uh, people made the video and pulled the little homecoming picture out or the senior picture. Remember people did that? I'm not saying he was anything. What I'm saying was 
That was a use of advantage. He used that to a disadvantage. And I think people at YouTube, they probably was getting complaints. And he probably was like, oh, he said you weren't saying it to me. You were saying it to the chat. People at YouTube probably was watching him and going, we can't take him down. And I don't care what he was doing on whatever he was doing, but I think it worked in his favor. It worked in his favor as opposed to somebody else. If anybody else wonder why you didn't grow as fast, that was one of the reasons. Um, And I'm just keeping it real. I'm not, that's not a diss. It's just what's going to happen to just pearly things and anybody else that comes from her. She's got it figured out, by the way. She, she has production. She has um, ideas that a lot of content creators are going to wonder why she passed them up. I'm telling you, you ain't working as hard as her. You're not. Trust me, you're not. I've already known. She told me what was up. I was like, y'all ain't doing it. Because <laughs> I'm looking at her. I'm like, damn, this, I thought I worked hard. Or I thought I was actually doing the, you know, doing the, doing the grift or the hustle. Trust me, you ain't even close. You're putting in way less effort than she's doing. Somebody said purchase subs. Um, I don't know if you can purchase subs on YouTube. <laughs> I didn't know you could do it. I think people accuse people of doing it, but I don't think it helps your channel. I think eventually you'll get exposed. But that's just me. I don't know. I've never purchased a sub subscriber um, in my life over here. I know other people have been accused of doing it, and you can see it, but I wouldn't do it because I think that's eventually how you're going to you're going to get exposed doing that. You're going to get exposed doing that. Uh, people can see what's going to happen. If you're a small channel, her views, I don't know, her views are matching the subs too. So I don't know, man. I wouldn't do it. He says, why would you though? I would not. He says, yes, you can. 70% of comments are fake accounts. Yeah, I wouldn't get involved in that. If you're a content creator, you guys know me. I, I've encouraged people to do it. Uh, authentically, man. I all of my accounts, all of my subs, I've never done nothing like that. I don't know why you would do it, but I, I think at some particular point you're gonna get found out. I think if YouTube finds out you're doing that shit, they could take you down. Shout out to Joshua Moon. Thanks, CGA, for all you do. Keep preaching. Shout out to you, JC. A little something, something for the evening extended stream coach. He says, also, just so you know, there are two of us JCs, and we are both. Uh, we've both become friends. Shout out to you. Okay, shout out to you. Appreciate that, man. Both the JCs in here representing. Some uh, rappers do it all the time. I can see somebody doing like that, like a rapper or entertainer. I can see them buying subs. I can see them buying subs, but they will never get exposed like that. Like, because it, it it eventually, yeah, I can see them doing that. They do it on Instagram. People buy subs on Instagram. I've never done that either. Where um like all of my subs on the CGA Coach Greg Adams TV, that's authentic. It might be bots, but I've never done the sub buying. AD Austin says my foldable neighbor has a ring light, but she's anti-social. How do I close? She has a ring light. You mean she's doing content or something? My foldable neighbor has a ring light, but she's anti-social. So she might be selling feed pictures. She might have her only fan. I don't know, man. I, I'm trying to figure out what that means. All right. That looks like we got everybody on the super chats and the contributions. Yes. Damn. We did two hours and 26 minutes. Holy shit. All right, man. I got to stop with these long ass streams. All right. But appreciate y'all kicking it with me on this light show. Somebody says buying subs is pathetic on YouTube. Yes. 
I, I, on Instagram, I can see why you would do it. Like if I was at, if I was at 500,000 followers on Instagram, I would just go in and buy another 200, 300,000, I guess. I don't know. It's, I'm sure it's cheap, but to do it on YouTube is not authentic. You want the, the thing is on YouTube, you don't get paid. See on Instagram, you get paid no matter what, or you barely get paid on YouTube. You get paid per views, not subs. I've seen people get subs all of a sudden, but sometimes it matches their views, so it looks authentic. I'm not sure, but you get paid on views on YouTube, not subs. So having fake subs doesn't help your views. <laughs> you want views. It increases the algorithm. I don't know. Maybe, hey, maybe what you'll see is when you come back next week, I'll have 400,000 subs. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but like coach pay for his subs. Yo, no, you want views. If I can find a way to pay for views, I'll do it. <laughs> All right, I want view. But by the way, most of my channels demonetized, so it's pointless. Maybe I'll buy some subs. I don't give a damn. All right, I don't know. Make me more credible. People then pass me up. I, people are catching me, catching up on me. I'm looking at people that started two, three years after I started. They already then damn caught up to me, but. My channel hasn't been monetized for two and two and a half of the years I've been on. I've had to deal with some bullshit, but I ain't worried about I don't worry about subs. Most people, um, I worry about the fact that the reputation that you have is going to serve you better. When you think about who's the best people, some of the new people might have better, bigger subs, but they don't even know who you don't even know who they are half the time. They don't go by their real name. They will never be on speaking engagements. They'll be never be divided to invited to a show or debate. Nobody will sing their praises. They'll just say, you're just some channel name. You're just a channel name over here. All right, all these, uh, all these dudes don't even have no real name. Even dudes that try to criticize me. They don't even go by their real name. And then if you, if you do blow up, they, they call you your channel name, right? Nah, I don't want to be that dude. Here we are with this dude's crazy reaction page name who are you you're nameless and faceless you want to be a name if i if i would tell you something but there's a disadvantage to that but you want to be recognized you want to be put up when people put people up you want to be put up by referencing your name your book your all of that stuff but you want to yeah but yeah, by, by tomorrow I'll have four hundred thousand subs. If I'm gonna, I'm gonna find a way to buy some subs. Hey, pearly thing. <laughs> hey, pearly thing. I'm going to buy some subs tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll have four hundred thousand subs for sure. Y'all ain't passing me up. JC says long form content is the future. Coach mixed with shorts. You're at, dude. JC, you're right. I got double JC in the building. YouTube is going towards long form content and short. Form content. That's what they're going to be pushing in 2023. And by the way, if you look at my views, my longer form videos have the most views. When I do an hour show and an hour and 20 minute show, it got less views. Like, figure that shit out. Figure that out. How in the world is that? How in the world is that possible? So I think YouTube is rewarding longer form content. And they're also rewarding shorter form. If you fall between uh, the, if you do the traditional eight to 10 minute videos, you'll do fine. But if you're doing, yeah, yeah, it's a weird thing. 
do shorts. And one of the reasons Pearly Things blew up is her shorts. Her most viewed videos are her shorts. Most of her views have come from the shorts. And she uploads eight per day. <laughs> like, she's a machine. So anybody want to know how she grew so fast? Shorts. In my opinion, it's the shorts. All right. Um, and then she has had a couple of viral videos. And also, I also told you when, when uh, what's his name? Abba and Preach did a diss video on her recently. I said, that's going to help her. It's not going to hurt her. Because what she's saying, they're not going to come down hard on her. Right. And I actually told her that one time. I, um, yeah, I told her that. I said uh, she was like, you know, she said something that Abba and Preach did a, a video on women shouldn't be able to vote. I said, you can say that. I can't say that. So if she says that and then Abba and Preach does a response video, they ain't going to be over there hating on her. They just going to click subscribe as soon as they go over there. Now, if I said that, if I said that, they be over there. I'd be losing subscribers. People will be dissing me in the comment section. So that's how big that's going to help her out. I think Abbott Preach has 1.8 million subscribers or so, 2 million. She's approaching 7 million. I'm sorry, 700,000. That video is going to help her. That video ain't going to hurt her. That video is not going to hurt her. Nobody's going to go over there and call her a pick me and all of this shit. They just going to go over there. Half their audience is going to go over there and they're going to see her legs and they're going to see that porcelain skin and they're going to be like, Somebody see he going soft on this ugly 304. Yo, you want to watch this? Watch it. You already know. She's already heard my opinion on it. She going to be the face. She going to be the face of many people's talking points against your wishes. What you want me to do about it? Take her down? You want me to take her down? That's what you want? <laughs> you want me to go in on her? You want me to beef with her? Right now, as she's climbing, that's dumb. You, you don't throw a beef out there while she's climbing. <laughs> okay, you don't do that. Now, if she gets exposed, yeah, you, you, you don't throw no beef out while they're climbing. <laughs> All right. Look at Abner and Preach. Watch this. I'll show you. Watch Abner and Preach's video. Let's see here. Abba and preach. Yep. So I said, let her slip. If she going to slip, let her slip on her own. You don't got to do nothing. Don't. It's not the time to be throwing out though this. All right. Because all you're going to look like is a what? Hater. You're going to look like a hater. You're going to look like a hater. You don't want to look like a hater. That's like the dudes that went in on Kevin Samuels when Kevin was alive. It was just hate. It was just jealousy. And if it wasn't, that's what it looked like. Here it is right here. They did a video on her. Look at this. 500,000 views two days ago. 500,000 views two days ago. 12,000 comments. It don't matter what the comments are. She gained probably 50,000 subs on that video. That was two days ago. Half a million views. Locked. It's a lock. It's a lot. She'll be at a million. Let me see here. I'm going to go to social and pick it up real quick. Oh, we got here. This is stuff you should be looking at here. 
I can probably project. We can project. Oh, we can project where she'll be. Oh, yep. They said probably four months, million. Four months, she'll be at a million. And uh, let's see how many she's gained in the last 30 days. 205,000 subs in the last 30 days, bro. They, it, that's, there, there ain't, there's no stopping that momentum. I don't care. You'd be a fool to come out with a, this video on her right now. Because it's not gonna, it's not gonna help you. It's gonna help her. You be a fool. I'm sorry. I'm sure some people have done it. Have you gained subscribers? Nope. Have you Have you made your point? <laughs> nah, it ain't time right now, bro. You guys got to know how this works. He said somebody said white woman magic. It is what it is. He says Hafiz. Oh yeah, you're gonna look like Hafiz. You're going to look like Hafiz. You're going to end up looking like Hafiz. <laughs> all right. Anyway, shout out to all of the content creators out here. Shout out to the brothers. Shout out to you YouTubers out here. No strategy. Read read the Art of War. Read the, law, the 48 Laws of Power. Know how to do this. You can have your situations here, but, you know. Sometimes you got to know how to pick your battles. All right. Where are we at here? All right, let's get out of here. Shout out to the coach gang. Peace. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man.